What is up, everybody? It's another episode of Behind the Timeline. And it's a very exciting episode. Um, it's the Spider-Man Primer episode. But before we get too much into that, as always, I am your co-host, Scott, America's Sweetheart, Venom Aficionado. And with me is my lovely co-host, Lindsay. How are you, Lindsay? I'm good. I'm here. I'm hyped. <laughs> You're here. <laughs> uh, it sounded like you were forced to be here I'm against my will, but I'm here I'm tied to a chair We are, no, we've just been We've we've been running for a little while tonight, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. and we're And we continue to yeah. be here <laughs> I know, and we're still here um, And speaking of still here We are joined tonight by my very best friend Of How old am I? 13, 23 years uh, Matt Matt, thank you so much for coming back on. I know that you were with us a little bit on the Halloween episode, and I'm very excited to have you back here for Spider-Man. I am also very excited. I've been doing my research this time the last (laughs) week and a half. (laughs) Flying by the seat of my pants like I was at Halloween. (laughs) I've been meticulously, to my wife's chagrin, watching all of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I also have watched... All of the Spider-Man movies, dude. I just have a photographic memory, man. I remember everything about these movies. You just like, didn't rewatch them. You just said no. I would, so I, I, I rewatched the original, the Raimi trilogy. I don't really, and we're just gonna go right into this. I don't really care for Amazing Spider-Man. I, I, just, oh, I we're gonna I, there was just that. something about them. Like I just, I, I don't know what it is. But yeah, okay. So let me let me set the ground rules for this. Um, before we do that. As always, guys, <clears throat> we are heavily, heavily involved in Twitter. I hate promoting this because it's I don't all know Lindsay about that. Me. Yeah. Lindsay is heavily, heavily involved in Twitter. Uh, we are also on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter at Behind Timeline. You can find us on Instagram at Go Behind the Timeline. Uh, please give us a like, follow, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get right into this because. Yeah, there's a this lot is, to go over. There's <laughs> so much. So we're going to, the way this is going to go, basically this episode is everything that you need to know before you go into Spider-Man No Way Home. So we know mm-hmm. that we're getting all of, a lot of the old villains from the old Spider-Man movies. And we're getting one from each movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're, well, we'll, we'll see. I think, yeah, one from each movie, not one from each universe. I see. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. And then, you know, presumably we're getting our other Spider-Men as well. So we're going to talk about those guys, mm-hmm. too, and just refresh on everything you guys need to know going into No Way Home and whatever the fuck is about to happen next weekend. I know. Oh, my God, dude. I'm, I'm so excited. I, I want to start the the I want to start the episode with with the most controversial question, though. And I, I feel like I know the answer because we're not fucking stupid. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are absolutely in this movie, right? Like, there's no yeah. way that they're not. Yeah. Right? Like, um, not, I mean, right, Matt? Yeah? I think, yeah. I'm, I'm not skeptical. the only... There's no I'm, way I'm the only one that doesn't think that. I am extremely skeptical. Really? That I'm extremely skeptical. But, like, what about Lizard getting hit in the face with nothing in the trailer? With, with an invisible fist. With an invisible Andrew Garfield. Uh, I think uh, Scott will actually be very excited to hear me say these words. I think that's Venom. Fuck off. Oh, dude. Oh, I don't think that's Wait, what's going to happen. Wait, shit. But that would, that's oh. totally... You mean, like, actually, like, Venom from the Sony universe, like, 
fucking oh. what's his name? Oh, Eddie Brock, shit. Tom Hardy. And actually, actually, Tom Hardy. Yep, bro. I I oh that didn't even cross my mind. That's so fucking Yo. awesome. I'm looking at all my Venom pops right now, and they're all smiling at me, and I think they know what's up. Like I just, dude, dude. I, oh. I no, I. Okay, I don't think wait. that's it, but that would be so fucking lit. Yeah, it would. Because he's the big one. He's got to take out another big one, so he would have to fight lizard right that made that just makes sense to me my only thing and i've been saying this every time we talk about it is that if this was a rumor if this seriously wasn't happening mm-hmm. disney wouldn't let it go this far they would have put I a agree. definitive end to this uh, i just see, yeah. i will have i will say this i understand that andrew garfield just put out a big movie called tick tick boom mm-hmm. he has been still doing a suspicious amount of 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 uh interviews yeah yeah like they're in this there's no fucking way but here's the thing folks we are going to prepare for them to be in this movie we are assuming i know i'm yeah i'm gonna go into this expecting to see them the the crazy thing about this too to me is we haven't seen anything from toby Maguire. Like no, at all. Peep. Nothing. But you know what? Toby Maguire doesn't act anymore. So him it's appearing true. out of nowhere would be a wicked giveaway. Which tells me, look, if this was seriously not happening, Toby Maguire would be out. Like it, this would be over. They would have yeah, ended this I, rumor. He, Disney yeah. will not and Sony, the two of them, the most the most concerned about money of all of the organizations, Sony yeah. and Disney, well, and who can't fucking get over themselves. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like everything for them is about their bottom line. It's everything about Spider-Man. It's about the bottom line, right? That's been the whole thing about it. And I just feel like there's absolutely no way that those two studios would let millions of people go in in the movie theaters next weekend thinking that they're going to see three Spider-Man and not fucking deliver three Spider-Man. Like, they would have ended this. There's no way they'd allow that. The backlash would be incredible. Can you imagine if they're not in this? I mean, yeah. I'm already imagining that they're not in it, so. People would lose (laughs) their fucking minds, you guys. Come on. I don't, I honestly, I don't. I don't think they can include the villains and not not include the heroes. But let's let's start with the heroes. And we're going to start where it all started with Tobey Maguire. Um and we're obviously we're going to go through all three Spider-Men. Um but we need to <laughs> because we have Tom Holland now and we have been through this three fucking times. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man to me, only Spider-Man 2 was worth a rewatch to me. Spider-Man 3 is a literal dumpster fire, and it took everything in me to finish that movie. I want you both to know that. Yeah. It's not good. It's it's not great. Um, I did want to make sure that we threw this in here, though, real quick. I just pulled this up. The three original oh, yeah. Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I think we should contextualize this. Yeah. Um, the first three Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire came out in 2002, 2004, and 2007. Wow, Spider-Man 2 came out like two years after the first one? That's crazy. Well... I mean, people really liked that when it first came out. <clears throat> Excuse me, when it first came out. Remember, people really liked this movie. Like, mm. we didn't have that much to compare this to when it came out. No, we only had, what, Fantastic Four? The shitty uh, uh, Ghost Rider movies? Blade. We had the X-Men. Blade, Daredevil, X-Men. Elektra. No, I don't think Elektra uh, came out. 
Mostly we had the Batman movies because this came out at the same time as the X-Men and then they were the two kind of first movies to come out and like restart the superhero genre. So primarily we had DC before this. This was really like the first Marvel characters movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Toby. Well, he's obviously the best. Like he's for sure. It's Spider-Man and the Flash are my favorite. He's definitely my favorite Marvel hero. And but like, what a fucking doof Toby is. Seriously, I I think he does a good enough job being a goofy high school kid. But the thing about about Peter Parker is he's supposed to be intelligent as fuck for his age. He is just supposed to be a technological savant, right? He 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 could have gotten a job at Oscorp like right out of the gate, like uh. Norman was ready to hire him. Like he knew, but for some reason, I just don't believe that Toby Maguire is that level of intelligence that I came to associate with Peter Parker. No, I feel you. He feels like more of just like a doofy little nerd. Like he's so he's all like awkward and he's just, he doesn't come off as especially smart and you know why he gets away with it. And, and part of the reason that he doesn't seem smart is that um, he has he's the only Spider-Man to have organic web shooters. And he so is. he doesn't have to build his shit. He just has mm-hmm. all of his powers built in. So I think that that's part of why he doesn't seem very smart. Like, he doesn't have to use his intelligence to do anything. Like, Spider-Man has to, like, make his powers. Like, he, you know, all he is is sticky and strong. <laughs> Not yeah. just sticky and strong, he's also a great tailor. That's true. He it makes a great very tailor. He just makes it. He's a great tailor. He makes his suit. Oh my god! I know, right? They all are. They're all incredible. Like, <laughs> okay, How? okay, Toby. Yeah, Toby was like, I that was that was just silly. And, and he's, and he's like a great artist too. Like he fucking drew a comic accurate Spider Man. Just. Toby and Andrew do that in their movies oh, I know. and it is ridiculous. And he's also like way incredibly too old, even after they age him up, which I hate. Like he did this. Peter is a graduating high school, like in the opening scene. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's getting into fights at the locker and all that shit. But yeah, I don't with, with but the man who is eventually going to be Deathstroke. <laughs> <laughs> oh Yeah. Who, if we're going by comic-wise, eventually became Venom. He yep. lost both of his legs in a war and became Agent Venom. I don't know if you know that or not, Lindsay. Flash Thompson, I'm... his bully, he actually joins S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, he joins the military. He gets his, his legs blown off by an IED. And then he joins S.H.I.E.L.D. And S.H.I.E.L.D. gives him the Venom symbiote because the original Venom symbiote gave Eddie Brock cancer. And so he separated from it. And that's where anti-Venom came from. But in the meantime, he becomes vet agent, right? Agent Venom. He becomes yep. Agent Venom, mm-hmm. and he works for he works for Shield. He's he like uses Venom meets Punisher. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I mean, that's a it looks cool, zero. but it's just weird. It does look pretty cool. Yeah, his guys like shoulders and shit. I appreciate that Flash Thompson appears in all of these movies. I do too. I don't really care for him in. Uh, amazing spider-man 
And he clearly is just set up to be like a foil, like a bully foil to Tom Holland's Peter Parker. But I, I do, I do like that he was still just a bully in general. I like well, the Tom Holland movies, but not in, in any of the others. Because yeah, in Amazing Spider-Man, he starts off being a total douche nozzle, and then he's like wants to be Peter's like best friend. Yeah, he wants to be his fucking friend. I was like that. That's well, a weird and we'll talk change. about that, Peter. Like, but, but so to keep us on Toby, um, yeah, he's just kind of, he's just kind of a doof. Like I really, he's just not believable to me as Spider-Man. He's a, a little bit of a better Peter to me than he is a Spider-Man. He's not funny. Yeah. He's not quippy. He's mm-hmm. just kind of the worst. Cheesy. And I, he's just sort of there. Um, and that's kind of my take on this Spider-Man. He has turtle lips. I don't know how other how else to explain this, but he talks with his lip, his top lip over his bottom lip a lot. Like I when just, he's sitting at the end of the th- or the beginning of the third one, after he fights Sandman the first time, and he's sitting on the roof, and he's just like, "Where did these guys come from?" I'm like, "Why are you doing that with your fucking face?" I can't answer for Toby. I know, I, just talk in I'm like, regular voice. Because of his mom, I guess. What? <laughs> his mom made him so. Oh, fault. I'm like uh, Spider-Man's mom. Yeah, I'm <laughs> She's like, what dead. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Look, oh Toby Maguire has no upper lip. To be fair, most of the Marvel actors don't have an upper lip, so it just it is yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. But no, I have to. I have to agree. He he's just a goofy dude. Like I, first of all, him no. <laughs> Especially in the first one. Him just always going after Mary Jane to protect her and shouting her name should have been a fucking dead giveaway who he is. I mean I think the funniest line is, I'll save you, Mary Jane. And yeah. then he dies out. I was like, <laughs> what am I watching? Who are you telling that to? <laughs> like, just go get her. He's so genuinely horrible and like her. <laughs> But, like, I really don't, like, I know people have a lot of love for, like, these original movies. And I loved them when they came out. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, I did, I was too. obsessed with these when they came out. But, like, fuck Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. And as as far as, like, keeping your identity a secret and, like, being a dead giveaway, I do want to just, like, start by saying, if, like, watching all these versions of these characters, if I got bit by a spider in a fucking lab, in, like, a biogenics lab... And broke out in a fever, became incredibly sticky, started shooting shit out of my wrist, like pulled a dead spider oh, yeah. out of a hole in the back of my neck is a thing that happens in one of these. Mm, I would never... No, dude, that's, oh, in- no, that's Andrew an Garfield. Spider-Man. Yeah, that's Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. pulls that shit out of his neck. Under no circumstances could I keep that a secret. I would tell nope. everyone I know and go to the emergency room. Yeah, I'd be flipping Just, out. No, there is no secret identity. It's over. If I pull a spider out of a hole in my neck, it's over. Why do they keep it a secret? Every Spider-Man is like, oh, it's fine, Aunt May. Don't worry about me. And I'm like, no, what are you doing? So, uh, yeah, I... Even seeing these, like, if this came around right now, like, no, I would never... There's no way I could keep my mouth shut. Absolutely not. I, I'd like, be, first of all, I'd just be freaked out. Or- I'd just be terrified. Wouldn't you be worried you were dying? Like I'll yeah. go immediate. Like all of them get it. Well, of course we don't have to see this happen to Tom Holland, which is a great blessing from yeah, Kevin Feige. But in the two where we do have to see this tedious fucking origin story, they both get so 
sick. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you, why are you telling Aunt May that it's fine? I don't understand that. You're 16 years old. Why aren't you like, yeah, Aunt May, I got bit by a spider in a lab today. I feel really fucked up. Can you meet? Like, why wouldn't you do, what are they doing? What's happening? In the words of Tom Holland, I don't feel so good. Like, yeah, how, why? That's what I don't get, I think, at the end of this. I don't get why he's just keeping it a secret. Like, that just that doesn't make sense to me. You don't know what's going on. You don't know that you're sick because of, you know, the spider bite or whatever. You have no, well, no fucking I mean, idea. I think they would probably assume it was because of the spider bite. Like, they both look at their spider bite. They, like, that's again, true. Andrew pulls that shit out of his neck. Like, they, they know it's the spider, and they, like, make a call to keep it secret, and it's, like, the most contrived bullshit. I'm like, no one, you would obviously tell someone, I got bit by a spider in a genetics lab, and, like, you need <laughs> yeah. to go to the hospital. Like, I just, so anyway, I just want to, like, make that really clear. Um. So, you mentioned something earlier, and I feel like we need to touch on this immediately, um, is the origin story. I, <laughs> by the time... Tom Holland's Spider-Man came around. If I had ever gotten a whiff of Uncle Ben, I never would have gone to see Homecoming. Oh, I would have been out if I thought so, Uncle Ben was going to be in it. I actually read an interview recently where they were talking about the inclusion of Uncle Ben, mm-hmm. and they said that they would not include him unless it did the character justice and not a rehash of what had happened in the last two movies. Yeah. Or the last we- two trilogies or whatever series yeah we and we know exactly what happened it's like every time we have to show fucking tom and martha wayne get shot we know what happens what the fuck martha <laughs> she's martha i don't Why care what you say that anyone me? says i oh will God, always yeah. love the ultimate edition of batman versus superman Dude, That's I a conversation love that movie for too. Day. Like, I don't have a problem That's, with that statement. It's yeah. just also the stupidest moment in like all film. <laughs> it doesn't mean I don't love the movie. No, I no. I think that uh, we're not going to get into that conversation because Scott and I are just going to argue for an hour. Over Different. Movies. All right, I'm going to take us back to the point, which is Tobey Maguire's web slinging. Yes, it looks all right. It I think doesn't it's the look worst that bad. of the three. It is the worst of the three. I don't love the organic web thing. I get it. Like he has this trauma in the second one and he loses his web powers. I mean, whatever. I hate it. But he loses all of his powers. And then he goes, who does he go see? A fucking physicist, Dr. Connors. Lizard, right? Yeah. Who is eventually the lizard, which fun fact for you guys. And we'll discuss this when we get to lizard. Lizard is actually one of the least consistent Spider-Man villains in all of comic book history. He is actually almost never the actual lizard. He's usually Dr. Connors. So I think that's, and they, that was the plan for the unreleased Spider-Man four from the Raimi trilogy was it was supposed to be lizard. And I think Rhino. That would have made sense. It's almost, almost too bad. They didn't get that movie, but not really. Um, But yeah, I can, as I can give the, web slinging um a big slide in this because it is like it's 2002 it's 2002 yeah like it's fine it was fine it was very cool at the time like i like web slinging is how that looks is really important it's why the game is so popular like it's it's crucial so i feel like that's worth like touching on yeah scott's Um, 2002 geez wow okay (laughs) 
nothing to do with me. But I agree, though, that the organic, like, I, I didn't know the comic books. So this was kind of my first, like, I was aware of Spider-Man. But when this came mm. out in 2002, this was kind of my first foray, right? And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Because otherwise, and I still kind of stand by this to this day. And I want you guys to tell me why I'm wrong, because I understand that I am. But I'm like... So why are you a spider? Like you're sticky and strong, right? But like, why aren't you like anything else? Like why spiders? Why you? And so I always thought that was dumb. Yeah, but like fucking. So like I don't know. I just it was like you could be anything if you don't have organic webs. Like I thought the organic webs made sense. It it would be super weird if he was bit by a spider and then was like, "I'm protractor man." Or just like I'm a hero, like why couldn't he be like Superman? You know, I know that that, I know the meta reasons, right? Well, he got he was like everything that I'm doing right now is like these are all spider traits. So also in the comics, he eventually he continues to mutate and he grows and more arms and he gets hairy and gross and turns into an actual spider. Yeah, he's actually correct. Actually, yeah, that's right. I mean, no, all of that obviously is right. And the other thing that makes the non-organic web shooters cool is that, like we said, it showcases his intelligence, which we miss in this movie. We do lose that Mm -hmm. the web shooters. So, I I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't think it's a hundred percent of the problem, but I I don't think it's a coincidence. So I agree. Um, Mechanical web slingers are or web shooters are better. And, mm-hmm. but I really didn't think that in the early 2000s when people were like, no, that's not right. And I was like, fuck you. Sure it is. Cause this was like my first Spider-Man. And I was like, what do you mean? He made a machine that like, I didn't like that when I found that out. As a kid. Well, so- and it goes, it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning. And we kind of, I'm going to try and get away from this cause we do keep bringing it up, but it, him designing the tech was a part of his intelligence. But he didn't need to right. do that in this one. So he just jumped right into the hero business. Well, that's what I mean. We lose the intelligence yeah. part of his character by with the loss of the web shooters. So I agree that ultimately the mechanical ones make more sense. They're better. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I disagreed. But anyway, but I do think that that's an interesting point and important for people to remember that both Toby, sorry, both Andrew and... Tom. Tom have mechanical web slingers, so Toby's going to be like different. If they're all together, that'll be weird, right? I think that's worth pointing out. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the ladies. Do we have to? Oh. Yeah, we do. You know that I'm not a fucking fan of Kirsten Dunst, but we do have to talk about her. Dude, I, I wasn't a fan of Kirsten Dunst as MJ right off the fucking bat it doesn't matter what movie she's in it really doesn't dude it, they do it in bring it on which ironically was filmed at matt and my's high school um, shut up i'm dead Were you there did you see this happen no it was two years before we went there god damn it can just be a little bit older it was just the football field yeah they just filmed on the football field that was it Oh yeah, my God. so that first one where they have the like cheer battle and Missy first joins them, and then the Clovers come and like mock their routine by doing the same thing. That's our high school football field. Oh my God, I love that movie so much. And she's like, I transferred from Los Angeles. The school has no gymnastics team. This, I mean, is, this last is the last resort. resort. God, I hate <laughs> that I knew that. 
God damn it. I love bring it on. That's the only thing that I like Kirsten, Kirsten Dunson, because uh, I think she's actually good in bring it on. Cause bring it on, bring it on as just a quick note. And why I like Kirsten Dunstan is just like, it's, it's pitch perfect, but from the late nineties. Yep. And that like story model can do no wrong. And Kirsten Dunst is really funny in it. Like it's a comedy. So she's great. It's when she tries to be serious and like have the fake red hair. Then I'm like, can you please take several seats? Like I really hate her as Mary Jane. Okay. So that's my whole thing. When Kirsten Dunst talks, it sounds like she was whispering and someone shoved a microphone into her face because everything she says is so overly pronounced. She's like, tell me, Peter, tell me what's going on. And Peter's like, I'm actually in the room right now. Like, this is my voice with echo. And you know, like any, just like it, there's just something that sounds off about her when she talks. And it just like, it always takes me out of the, out of the fucking scene. Cause I'm just like, dude, holy shit. What's funny is the, uh, the like ongoing plot line about her being like a failed singer. A and actress. failed actress. Yeah. Thing. Uh, in, I don't remember what she ends up doing in the comics. It doesn't, I think it's, it doesn't matter. Cause we yeah. have three movies to deal with. I'm like, we can, we'll, we'll deep dive in that when we like review these movies, but that's true. She, my thing that I really hate about MJ in the Tobey Maguire movies is that it's this whole like martyr bullshit where she's like always getting kidnapped. And it's like, I can't yeah. be with you because someone might try to hurt you. But like every 10 seconds she's getting kidnapped, whether they're together or not. I know. And I'm like, it's just so, it's so fucking stupid. I hate that. Well, they won't. They story of like, I can't because it keeps you out of danger. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. I don't know. Matt, what do you think about, about uh, this version of MJ? Uh, here's controversial statement. Number one. Uh, I actually really don't like the Raimi movies now that I've watched them as an adult. Oh, we've done nothing but shit on the Raimi movies since we started. Why is, yeah. why is this controversial? So, we obviously I mean, don't like these. I don't like Kirsten Dunst. I don't like, Toby Maguire at all as Spider-Man. And I also kind of don't like the villains either. I like Doc Ock because obviously well, I will I'll save that for when we talk about the villains. But yeah, we're about to get into the villains in a second. Uh I I just don't like I can't honestly, other than the Spider-Man movies, I could not name you a movie that I know that she's been in that I've at all. Like I can't even say a movie that I like because I can't even say a movie that I remember her being in, which is not really good for an actress to just not have like no really strong memorable movies. She was like I didn't even in know Walk that. The line wasn't she in that? She's not no. in Walk the line. She's no, no that wasn't her. That was Reese Witherspoon, huh? That was, yeah, that was she, America's Sweetheart. Reese Witherspoon. Reese is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're right then. Kirsten Dunst is just there's nothing good. She, she was in some Wimbledon movie with Paul Bettany. That doesn't make it better. I just, I don't really like her. Such a boring character in general that I'm super glad that they picked Zendaya for MJ, but we'll go more into that. But just, she's such a vanilla actress that's any sort of like possibly. And yeah, I, as I was watching the movies, I'm like, like just, just die. <laughs> just die in one of these 
Mary Jane yeah. just needs to die. Do something. Yeah, do something would help. I then we do Bryce Dallas Chastain appears once more as Gwen Stacy in this, and it's like only mostly ridiculous. And here's what got me is after all of this pining for like two and a half movies of like, I love MJ so much. Oh, I know. He gets popular as Spider-Man for like a second and a half. So he shows up at, and again, guys, let me just make my shit clear. Red Aja, like dude shows up is like, Oh my God, people paid attention to me. Let me immediately do like my special kiss with MJ, but with like this random bitch. And I just, I'm like, you know, who wouldn't do that? Barry Allen. And oh, all the other Spider-Men, Steve Rogers, Wanda Maximoff, and I could go on. None of them would do that shit to the person they like pr- profess to love so much. He just goes in and makes out and has his special kiss with with Gwen Stacy. What the fuck was that? Oh, it's just it just reminds me of that line where he's like looking down at them, which is so heavily memed. Like, they love me. I I thought I thought that I th- that's the thing. I thought the third movie was so wholly out of character for every single character in that movie. And it's, it's clearly a money grab and Raimi clearly didn't put a lot of work into it. And just, everyone is terrible except honestly, except Gwen Stacy. Gwen Gwen Stacy was actually really good. I like, you can do no wrong. She directs great Star Wars episodes. She does. That's true. She (laughs) was the director of like two episodes on the Mandalorian. Oh my god, yep. I love and hate not actually knowing who did it because I can't tell them apart. And I'm it was like, Jessica which, Chastain. which one? Okay, thanks. <laughs> or Bryce Dallas Howard. Sorry, it was oh my god. Bryce Dallas. It's Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> but she she did up. the one where it's all like Jurassic Park because that's that was her whole idea was to make it like Jurassic Park. Anyway, um, Gwen Stacy I thought was really good. I thought it was really believable. Um, she, I, I hate to say this, but. Her and and Emma Stone both look perfect for the role. They do. Like yeah. they look wholly perfect. Mm-hmm. So I, totally I, agree. I was just like, this is. I think Gwen Stacy is a more compelling character than Mary Jane. So here's the I thing agree. that I think is the biggest problem with the Raimi trilogy. They oh. are always from start to finish damsels in distress. They are yeah, yeah. never capable. the The most helpful thing that Mary Jane does is drop the cinder block on Venom's head in the third one. And then he turns around with enough time to, to distract Venom for Peter to break free. But then she's right back to screaming and being incapable of just getting out of the car. If I never hear her scream again, it'll be like, honestly, it is so I, I, I think that that is the nail on the head. And the other female lead of this story who also is a damsel in distress in the Raimi movies is Aunt May, Aunt May. who is like approximately 1000 years. Yeah. exactly. like, what the yeah. fuck? So I'm looking at the math on this though, for real on Aunt May in the Raimi trilogy. And I understand like, she's like an old lady sometimes in the comics, but like sometimes. Yeah. She, Always. yeah, I guess, I guess. And she's like, so she says like movie canon in the third movie, she says, I would have been married to Uncle Ben for 50 years. So I'm like, okay, Peter's still in college, right? So at the absolute most, he's 25, right? I mean, Not he's even. probably younger than that. Like, that's being as as generous as we can possibly be in assuming that he failed a yeah. couple of years, right? So 
she would have had to been married for like 25 plus years before Peter was born. So what the fuck is the age difference between Aunt May and Peter's parents? Oh, what it's is light on? years. Yeah, it's light years. It's they insane. They basically imply that she's not really his aunt. It's just like people that raised him. Yeah. I fully totally believe that that's more along the lines because Aunt May is older, but she isn't like... I don't know how like the free toaster 75? thing works. Yeah, like and he's sixteen. Yeah, it just—he's seventeen when they graduate high school. We'll give him eighteen, so I'll say eighteen. He is maybe twenty-two by the third movie, twenty-two, twenty-three. And he's yeah. talking about marrying Mary Jane, and he lives in this shitty fucking apartment. Like, come on, dude! Like this, and. He's so I fucking hate this. And there's like the girl next door who also was in I Want to Say the Walking Dead, and she's yeah. awful. All the women in the Raimi movies are awful. I think we can say that pretty yeah, definitively. Yeah, like he are. didn't do a good job with his female cast. And it's really too bad because like it could yeah. have been cool. But um I think ultimately the casting of and the the overarching plot development for the characters really just fell victim of the times. I mean, it's coming out of a decade where women were not exactly treated well. They were also not portrayed well. Yeah. So I think they're just a victim of their time, to be honest. I mean, like everything that we've talked about in the timeline, you know, yeah. but it's also yeah. like it's 2002. Like it could have been less horrible, but also I just it doesn't make it any better to go back and watch. It's not old enough. To be like, you know what I mean? Like the really old stuff, that's easy for me to do. But it's not old enough for my brain to quite do that without a little bit of shit. Yeah, justice. like I I remember going to the theater for Spider-Man 3. I, I remember, remember going, going for Spider-Man Spider 1. 2. I didn't. But I didn't see it in theaters. Let's, let's keep in mind next year that movie will be out for 20 years. Yeah, that'll be a 20-year-old movie. Fuck so me, it's, dude. Uh, it feels actually fairly appropriate. Yeah, 20 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, things, years were, ago. things were pretty different. Here's the one thing I will say about the universe as a whole. Toby's Spider-Verse feels the most campy, just yeah. like goofy and weird, right? Like they all are like, he's. they're going to call him the Green Goblin. They're going to call him Doc Ock. They're going to call him Sandman. They don't call them by their real names. Like the MCU has done a phenomenal job of doing Right. Like we wouldn't even know her name was Ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp unless he had made that joke. Otherwise, yeah. we'd just refer to her by her real name. We wouldn't know that he, we he, he's never even called Crossbones. He's just no. called Rumlow in Civil War, but he's still Crossbones, but it just works. In the rainy universe, it's just goofy and weird. We have to remember that this is, like we said, that the kind of prelude to this were Batman movies and the Batman movies made right mm. before this came out were the George Clooney. I'm sorry. The yeah, the Clooney Batman yep. movies Clooney yeah. came out in 99 um, and like Batman and Robin and like, I think. dude, with fucking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Like Uma this Thurman. was the time of the campy superhero movie. So it was very much like a part of, like this was the zeitgeist. So. Yeah. It, but it's really, really ham-fisted. Like, it's it's super heavy-handed. So I think it's going to be interesting to see him interact with, like, Andrew's a much grittier Spider-Man, and Tom's all, like, quippy and modern and techy and, like, part of the Avengers. And we'll, yeah. You know, so I think it'll be interesting seeing Toby, who will be, like, old man Spider-Man, trying to, You know to, what like... it reminds me of? To, to keep you happy in this 
topic, Lindsay, it reminds me of when Barry goes to train with Oliver. Yeah, totally. Like, uh, what is he? He's like, we can talk about you giving your your enemies goofy names, and he's like, oh, really? Like the Huntress? Yeah. Dead Eye or Deadshot? Deadshot. Like, okay, fair point. <laughs> like, that shit just like that's that it, that's what it makes me think of. But yeah, unlike Matt, I actually don't until Spider Man Three. Let me phrase that as clearly as I can. I actually don't have a problem with the villains. I think they are they are both very believable to the story that was built around them. Doc Ock is only a bag, and we'll start with Doc Ock because he's the one that we saw in the trailer first. Should we wrap up Toby real quick? I feel like yes, that's please. kind of Sorry, important, right? My bad. But I feel like we should say where everybody left off because and close their stories. But but they just end open-ended for the fourth movie, right? Like mm-hmm. this ends with just Peter's with MJ. He's Spider-Man. That's it. Now we can talk about Doc Ock. But just yeah, for the record, for anyone who's not trying to rewatch the Raimi movies, that's how they end. It's just open for this fourth movie that was never made. So he was just still mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't give up on it. He's like, okay, and Mary Jane and I are gonna stay together. Harry's dead. Uh he Gosh. lets Sandman go. <laughs> um well we'll yeah, talk about them. We're gonna get yeah. into the villains. Let's talk about Doc Ock. Go ahead. Let's, Sorry to cut you off. I just want to No, you're sure totally fine. That was a good Toby. idea. I forgot about that. Um yeah, let's start with Doc Ock. Uh, because he's very clearly gonna be probably the most paramount villain to the story, I think, in No Way Home. Because he's the one that's shown the most. And he looks more like he's helping them than anything else. Um Although one of the teasers does give us a really cool uh, voiceover of Goblin talking. And you can never go wrong with Willem Dafoe giving an evil speech. Like, it just, it's just so good. But Dr. Otto Octavius was just a guy who wanted to provide energy to the world. And, like, he did so with his wife, who was also a super scientist. Her death was actually insanely gruesome, if you really think about it. Right? And he was like not sad about that after that. What he like never thought about it again. It's the whole inhibitor chip. It, it's the whole thing. <laughs> oh my the god, this fucking thing, you guys! Him. I know. Having it just on the back of his neck, where anybody could fuck with it, is his like, exposed yeah. neck. He's like, this is the this is the all for people who again who are not rewatching this bullshit. He's like, I'm gonna strap these insane metal arms onto my body because I'm going to do like nuclear fusion. And it's like, mm-hmm. instead of getting like a robot arm, all he's doing is like controlling a fusion with reaction his brain. Yeah. with his brain and his like hands, right? He's like, I need giant metal hands to control this. So I'm going to do it with like my brain controlling these giant metal arms instead of like use a machine. Right. I'm like, sure. I, I could do that with a PlayStation controller, but whatever. <laughs> and he's like, to prevent the incredibly advanced AI from taking over my mind for nefarious purpose, I'm just going to put this inhibitor chip on my exposed neck and just mm. hope nothing happens to it. That's Doc Ock's plan. It's fucking insane. For the record. I love the biggest just like wink wink at the audience when he explained that. I was like, come on, guys, we can we could have we could have done better than that. That's what I'm saying. Like the whole setup is so fuck. That's what I was saying earlier. Like it's just campy. He's like the reporter just thinks to ask that. If the AI is so uh, advanced as you say it is, what's to stop it from controlling you? 
why would that ever be a question you have? Yeah. Why like, is that not the technology we're here to showcase? Like the I, whole point real, is this fusion dude. reaction. And they're like, by the way, I just created these AI Why are we arms? using that what? as a replacement for prosthetics? Why are we sitting oh here God. focused on like fusion when we could be like, I could literally give this guy another leg and Oscorp would be the heroes of uh, the whole I mean, world. probably because of the imminent danger of the AI I taking know, the over your AI brain, taking right? taking over your leg and kicking some kid as you're walking down the street. Like, yeah. right away. It's like, but what if they turn evil? Like, that's the first question. It's like, I what? It what just, do you mean? The, What's happening? So, but here's here's the thing that I, I do really still, like, despite, obviously, despite the goofiness, but, like, I... He is still has enough wherewithal to know like what he's doing is like wrong because he overcomes the chip at the end and the arms are just like, we're somehow sentient enough to listen to you. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, dude. And like, why, why do they want to destroy the city? Like, why they don't the they just, they life? are programmed. No, they are programmed. They just want to do what he and, wants to do. Yeah. They want to do what he programmed them to do, which is create and control this micro. They just like really want to make that fusion reaction. I mean, it's their cost. purpose. So it's like the butter robot from Rick and Morty. <laughs> That's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's like their parameters. So. <clears throat> they are designed to protect him. Also, you can see that when they fight, first of all, he's the first no Spider-Man villain in the Raimi verse beats the shit out of Peter. Like green goblin. However, Definitely. however, doc Ock is the only one that actually incapacitates him. To the point that he genuinely could have just killed Peter if he wanted to. He knocks him out and could have just fucking stabbed him right there. If Harry hadn't hired him. So what I look forward to seeing all of these villains, especially because there was a teaser that came out actually a few hours ago that I watched. But I'll get into that in just a second. Out of all of the villains, I think... In the Raimiverse, at least, Ock was obviously the most powerful because of just the mechanical arms and his intelligence. Like, Dobby was obviously was just cruel and violent, but Doc Ock had the brains to back up the brawn, which none of the other villains had. Venom was pretty dangerous to Peter, too, to be fair. Venom. So here's the whole thing about Venom. Venom is only dangerous because he knows Peter's secrets. That's yeah. he's basically a dark Spider-Man. But I'm like, I guess that was canon in the movie. I'm just to stick to the Raimi movies. You know what I mean? I'm like, I guess, but not to get. I don't want to get us on a Venom uh, black hole because <laughs> Venom's not going to be in No Way Home. But uh, well, this villain, this he? Venom won't. Yeah, no, this, this Venom. Don't do that to me, dude. The, the abortion. I, the you abortion guys are venom. You're crazy, Matt. That's not what's going to happen. The point is, um, <laughs> Doc Ock is yes, very dangerous to Peter. I agree. Like he does like knock him out. And, but also like Doc Ock is just a dude. Like why don't any of Peter's punches fucking kill him? Like I get that he pulls his punches, right? That's so I thing. actually do but have an answer for that. He was going to kill Aunt May. He doesn't want to knock a dude out. Like, you know, Peter Parker could knock this guy out. Explain this to me. Peter is actually as strong as, um, the Hulk when he's just the Hulk. 
Not when the Hulk gets yeah. angry, but like when the first the whole Peter pulls all of his punches because he genuinely could fucking kill anybody that he hits. But like, so why would he let Aunt May like almost be killed? And he's not. He's like, I. And again, it's like trying to keep the comics out of it and just stick to the mm. movies. You know what I mean? I. But that's yeah. what that always bothered me with Doc Ock when they're like like climbing up the buildings and breaking all the glass and like he has aunt may and i'm like knock this dude out like what the fuck knock him out and web him up and take aunt may home like what's so you don't have to kill him but he doesn't do it and it's frustrating because i'm like doc ock's just a guy like if you can if you're hitting him in the face it should be over well and that's that's the thing it wouldn't be i so here's the other part about it is it kind of humanizes spider-man a little bit he know you have to remember Peter knows who he is. That's his mentor. He's that's like, true. dude, this guy is insane. Like, I don't want to fucking hurt this guy. Kill Aunt May, dude. I, I know, just, and that's why he's me. like, he throws an entire fucking clock tower arm at him. Like, yeah, he's he's definitely like not fucking around for a lot of that fight. Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it, he totally should have. There, he definitely could have you know, knocked him out, which is funny because that argument doesn't hold up with green goblin. Green goblin is as strong as him. Physically. He has his own version of super soldier serum. It just drives him nuts. Um, for doc Ock though, the teaser that came out today, they actually show a lot of the no way home fight between doc Ock and Peter. It's the clip is like, it's like a minute and a half long where he's still taking Peter to task. But the biggest thing I'm interested in is if we think about it, Doc Ock fought year two Spider-Man, right? Mm -hmm. Goblin fought year one Spider-Man and Venom and, and Sandman, they fought like year three uh, Spider-Man when they fight Holland Spider-Man. This is like seasoned Spider-Man. He's he's in a league. He's in a league of his own at this point. Holland should be able to dick on Doc Ock. Yeah. Oh he, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I'm I'm fairly confident that Tom Holland is gonna just wipe the floor with these guys in the very beginning. I agree. I maybe not. Well, we'll get to the other villains. Yeah. I think that he would. T- he should be able to wipe the floor with Doc Ock. I also think that Doc Ock for these being like old movies looks really good like that cg absolutely yeah i can't wait to see him in the new movie i think it's gonna look really good and Mm -hmm. the de-aging will i'm sure be fine um but yeah he it doesn't look too bad yeah but doc ock importantly i think we should mention this this is something i have in here for all the villains he does know that peter is spider-man his peter Mm -hmm. right he knows that toby mcguire spider-man um and harry who isn't going to be in this movie, I don't think, right? But he was like the second Green Goblin. He finds out in Spider-Man 2. So um, he knew, though. He knows who Spider-Man is. And in the end, he drowns in the river with the fusion explosion and dies a hero, probably. Basically, yeah. He was a kind of a good guy in the end. He, like, overcame the arms in the end. To be I like mean, it would, yeah, Peter would have failed without him. Like that, that yeah. fusion reactor would have just destroyed the city, but him drowning it in the river was enough. Yeah. So he did, he did okay. He did do all right. Anything um, else on Doc Ock? I don't have anything on Doc Ock. Um, I do. I'm going to let you pick who we jump to of the two 
next? I think just go in order. Let's just do Sandman. Okay. Well, so, I guess it's slightly out of order, right? I guess actually. Well, yeah, we, we just. Do... Well, yeah, we just do Goblin. Yeah, let's, yeah, just let's do, do Goblin. Goblin. Yeah, I guess we did all of them out of order. I, that's my bad. I'm like, let's just start with Doc Ock. Fuck it. I don't need to go in order of movie. In this first movie, in spite back to Spider Man 1, we had the Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah. Norman Osborne, who is Harry's dad and the, the president and CEO of Oscorp. But. The thing I really liked about this version of him was he was still a pretty decent dad to Harry because Harry just never showed ambition for anything. But he still was just like, if you applied yourself, you could be great. Like he saw the potential for Harry to be a better person than he was. He just was like, dude, you're not fucking like, will you man up? Who's and who's what's the name of the actor for Harry? Willem Dafoe. No, no, for Harry. Oh, uh, James Franco. Yeah, James Franco as Harry Osborne is fucking hilarious. He's like the perfect like yeah. playboy in like 2002, right? He was. He's yeah. like he's great. That's awful. It's all awful. <laughs> I I hate all. I hate all of the Harry Osborns. Yeah, they are all terrible, and I don't. Mm, yeah, the I didn't the kid from Chronicle though. Nope, it was awful. I hated it. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I will say that I like to call um, Franco's Goblin. I like to call him Hobgoblin because I feel like that's the closest thing to Hobgoblin we'll it, probably get again. Yeah, we'll never yeah, get I Hobgoblin, agree. but that I, would be the closest. Yeah. We could get Hobgoblin eventually. You don't think they could I, do I, that to Ned eventually? I don't. No, I don't, I don't think they would. I don't. I think Ned's on a very different path. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. So I'm going to say this right now. Um, I don't think Ned is surviving this movie. I don't think oh, so either. Fuck. Yeah. I don't think I do. I think Zendaya is going to be the one that lives. I think Ned's going to die. I hope they don't kill. Well, anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get some yeah. predictions. I'm like, I'm going to try and keep us like on track ish. So, <laughs> um, so the Green Goblin, okay, in the Toby movies, he has his own like experiment. There's some kind of serum involved, and he—it's becomes... basically the Super Soldier Serum, right? But not because it's a Sony movie from the early 2000s, and Correct. it wasn't really a Marvel yeah. movie, but but totally, it's like the Captain America serum, right? Mm-hmm. It's, but it's also the Goblin Serum. Well, yeah, that's actually what it is. Yeah, because it turns him evil and horrible. Well, if you look at the computer, it says G zero B one N. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But in the comics, it's called the Goblin Serum. Yeah, because he made it based on folklore of an ancient, Jer- like, I think it was the Jersey Devil or something like that, but also, like, just ancient folklore about a goblin. And then he basically, in this, yeah, he's, like, he's thrown, he's kicked out of the fucking, uh, of the board of directors. Um, I don't remember why, though. For He's being just... too, I think he like wanted to run the serum too soon, right? Like oh, he yeah, wanted yeah, 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 yeah. I can't yeah. remember. That might be like the other, like the Andrew Goblin, but I'm pretty sure it was like he no, was trying to rush it. No, that one's way like, different. No. The yeah. Andrew, the Garfield Goblin is so fucking different. Okay. Hated um, we'll I hated him. it too. It was so dumb. Um, but no, this one, yeah, he basically is outed as the president of Oscorp. And then he's like, fine, I'll do human trials myself. And then he, 
He has his famous back to formula line. <laughs> and then he kills the general, but we don't see him. And then the first, I didn't know. So, okay. On my rewatch, it was the first time I've noticed this in almost 20 years. If you pay close enough attention, the crown of his helmet turns purple when he turns his head. So it's, yes. it's like a little homage to his original costume where he was wearing like a goblin head or like a goblin hat. Yes. And I thought that was right. real. I thought that was really fucking cool. I was like, that's actually a pretty sweet touch, dude. I, I kind of like that. And well, because uh, the movies are so campy, right? Like there's, yeah. there's obviously it wasn't like as overt as it could have been. Um, but it made room for that kind of thing, which is cool. Well, and that's the thing. That's why I don't tear apart him having a goblin helmet too much. Cause that helmet isn't like necessary for the glider. Because when no, we first see him testing funny, it, though. he's just got it. But I love, I do like that he has the glider helmet just to kind of complete the ensemble. But <laughs> it's yeah. just campy. It's just like, yeah, sure. Like, this is what he looks like. Like, everybody get down. If you're a super villain, you wear some crazy mask. And that's just is how, like, that's just how shit was in 2004. Like, it just, that's yeah. just, that was just mm. reality, man. <laughs> it was. And, and here's, here's another reality that kind of just, I hope you guys noticed this because it, it just pissed me off so fucking much with this first movie. Why is everyone just standing around? Oh no, when, I noticed that. Dude, when Goblin attacks, this fucking idiot little kid is just watching the balloon come crashing down on him. Doesn't move, but the mom is just screaming, someone help him! instead of actually running out there and getting him and, and you know what's funny is the inverse of that is the ending sequence in amazing spider-man 2 yeah. the little boy stands up to rhino's like wow this is full circle i mean that seems also awesome oh my god i okay i'm excited to talk about that movie but oh i like it i'm sorry i just no do, but like but... it just it's no wonder goblin killed all these people at the fucking parade Oh, for sure. For sure. Nobody gives it. Nobody knows what to do. It's the most like this looks like a set. Like when MJ's falling from yeah. the platform, like it looks so fake. Why like, did that piece take forever to fall? But everything else is like, yeah. we're going to the street because it's part of the props. Like it was I just know. really like it, it reminds me. Have you guys seen? I think, Scott, I've shown you these videos. Uh, 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 God, I'm forgetting it now. Uh, pitch meeting on from oh, screen yeah, on yeah. YouTube. It's <laughs> yeah. like, well, why does that happen? So the movie can happen. Okay. Yeah, so the movie can happen. <laughs> I I like those videos from screen right. Um so Keep us on track, Lindsay. I am keeping us on track. I'm I'm like that's my I'm making it my job tonight because we have a lot to talk about in these movies. So Although I do apologize for getting us twisted up in the way I wrote this down. So, yeah, we're going to go from Spider-Man 2 to Spider-Man 1 to Spider-Man 3. Uh, that's okay. I mean, we started with the villain most likely to show up in No Way Home the most. So. Well, so here's his deal, though, right? Like, we know that he's the goblin. He flies around on his glider, right? I'm trying to, like, be mindful of, like, people who, again, are not going to watch these movies. But we're going to see these characters. So he starts hearing the goblin like in his head before he actually becomes him. Like he has like a weird, like schizophrenic thing. This goblin has that element to it. So it's like he like Norman Osborn wasn't really a bad guy. Like he was kind of a 
douche nozzle, but he wasn't a bad guy. Like he just like, but the goblin kind of like made him evil. So he had this like weird thing in the back of his head and Harry had the same thing, right? Like after in the second movie, when Harry's the, the hobgoblin, which I think makes sense. He's like hearing it. Um, or no, I'm sorry. It's the end of the second movie. The end of the second movie, he starts hearing his dad. Yeah, the voice of the yeah. goblin. And then he throws the dagger through the the mirror. Yeah, and finds the secret lair, and then he's the bad guy in the third one. So it's yeah, the end of that one is when end of end of the second one is when Harry starts hearing the goblin. Right. But in the end of the first one, um, Norman is stabbed in the dick by his own glider and dies. Yeah. So I read your note before I rewatched the movie and I did go back and watch that scene. That's absolutely where he gets stabbed. It is. Yep. He is stabbed to death in the dick. That's what happened. Yep. <laughs> Awkward silence. You guys. <laughs> Dude, I, it hurts just to think about it. Yeah. It's that is a hundred percent what happened. He does have a nice little through line when he dies. They have this uh, earlier in the movie. Know. Earlier in the movie, MJ says she's like, she starts dating Harry and she's working at a diner and she's like embarrassed that she has to work for a living. And Harry's mm -hmm. like an heiress and, and she's like, don't tell Harry. And then when Norman dies and it's like, yo, it's Norman, like my goblin mask is off. He's like, don't tell Harry. And he has this nice through line about trying to protect Harry from that, which does actually work in the little three movie arc when mm -hmm. Harry ultimately becomes a goblin. So I kind of like that little bit of writing. Um, he knows that Peter's Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. So he also knows. He and the Goblin know. I'm sorry. It's late. He and Doc Ock both know. So that's that's movies one and two. Now let's go to, to Flint Marco, the weirdest fucking villain in the Raimi movies. So I'm going to start off by saying this. And this is a huge problem in that I had with the original or the second Spider-Man trailer, the one that when we were recording um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, we were waiting for that trailer to come down. Oh, yeah. Um, the primary thing that they talk about in that that trailer is Doc Ock is like, you're going around the city chasing ghosts. And then Doctor Strange is like, all of these have been killed by all of these, you know, villains have been killed by Spider-Man. Uh, that's right. not true. The only no. one that survives is Flint. And actually, Lizard. So, I think what we're seeing is alternate versions of those characters. I because agree. Doc Doc obviously dies. And he's, when, and the teaser that came out today, he's like, where's my, he goes, where's my machine, Peter? And he's like, what machine? And he's like, Ooh, and they start arguing. And then he beats the shit out of him. Um, and then <laughs> Goblin dies. So, clearly, these are alternate versions of the characters that we know from the old movies but I have a feeling that they, some version of them has died. So I'm wondering if these are like different versions of those characters and they mm -hmm. possibly either lived on or in Doc Ock's case, he could have been scooped out of the river, which doesn't explain why he's dry and wearing a shirt, but um, he could have been scooped out of the river and then came back to the machines could have, Brought him back to life, and yeah. Goblin could be another version where he doesn't get stabbed in the dick to death, and <laughs> him and and Peter are like going back and forth throughout the city, causing mayhem. And um, Sandman doesn't. Die, I don't know, but it they could be just different versions of the characters that we already know. 
I don't know. San, like, because they all, I think most of them do die, but Sandman, like. Sandman and Lizard are the only two that live. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could just be rewriting history, you know? Mm-hmm. Normal movie logic. I don't know, but for but what we do know, right, is that uh, the Sandman <laughs> in this movie. Stupid. Uh, it was the Comic weirdest. It, I guess so, man. I'm like, so he. Out of the shirt. Yeah. He's like. He's like an escaped convict and he falls into like a particle destabilizer machine of some something and and he's like turned into sand and then it's like turns out that he's the guy who killed Uncle Ben and he's like trying to get back to his daughter but also like killing everyone by being the Sandman. He was deeply confusing to me he like he was like no you know what i want to hurt spider-man for reasons and that's what and spider-man 3 was to dumpster fire his motivation to hurt spider-man is so stupid and then it, at the end i'm sorry what was his motivation why doesn't he i have spider-man? no idea he just needed money to protect his daughter and then spider-man stopped him from stealing the money and so he's like oh spider-man ruined my life so <laughs> i think his motivation is that he he humiliated him by just beating the ever loving shit out of him and winning so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also knew that if he continued to cause crime, Spider-Man would continue to stop him. And he was doing the robbery. Like this was like before he was Sandman, right? Or after. I know uh, he was Sandman from the very get go. He, the first okay. time we see him, he is he's breaking into prison. his, yeah, he's escaping prison and then he's, Sneaking into the kitchen or room to see his daughter, and was like, "You can't be here. I love her. You can't be here." Okay, and then he leaves, <laughs> and then he, and it's stupid. well, he falls into the particle destabilizer full of sand or something, and then he starts doing crime, and then he meets Spider-Man. So yeah. here's the other thing sure. about it: Spider-Man is super fucking enhanced at this point. He is way stronger because he has the black suit now. I don't Yeah, that's think, true. He's Venom in this movie. So yeah. yeah. I don't think that Spider-Man would have been able to beat Flint without the black suit. Cuz he was he was putting up a good fight when they first met. He does beat the shit out of Peter when they first fight. Sandman's just so weird to fight, right? He is. He can absorb bullets, he can make himself denser. Um, he can literally like multiply himself. The more sand face, he's around, the like, more strong he is. Yeah, he got his face dragged across that train on the train. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's I. He was he was weird. Like Spider Man Three was weird, right? It was like it was like Spider Man finds the Venom suit and like he like breaks up with MJ and he does the dancing scene and he's like uh. out of control and he's Venom and then he's like I don't want to be Venom and he throws the, the suit away and then. Sandman is like, I'll be friends with Venom because now Venom is Eddie Brock, who like fucking Topher Grace quit that 70s show to like get jacked and try to be Eddie Brock. And I'm like, I don't understand any of this. What's going on? And then they team up and fight Spider-Man. But also now Harry is the Green Goblin and fights with him and like the movie's over. Like it just is like, I feel like that's what that was about. I don't know. I'm like, that movie was fucking wild. And Sandman barely played a role in it. He doesn't play a role at all. Honestly, all he does is defend the sky, the construction site from the cops. He doesn't even fight Spider-Man. So in the final fight. <laughs> um, yeah, because because uh, Hobgoblin fights him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna lie. When I rewatched this movie, 
it was so like cringy. I found myself from the second he put on the black suit, I was playing Pokemon on my Switch. I couldn't I couldn't watch it. It was so bad and cringy. It's so funny because Toby was like, Yeah, we kind of just, you know, we really leaned into like this kind of goofy, carefree you know, arrogant version. I'm like, no, you really didn't. You're just like, just do a bunch of a weird shit. I'm gonna go get, I'm gonna go get plowed in the parking lot yeah, for while you do that. <laughs> like it was so I mean, bad. It's it's why I don't like Tobey Maguire or Spider Man at all. Like I just yeah. think everything he does is just it's just. I'm like, yeah, Toby. I bet you tried to do that. Like you're just such a fucking doof. Like nothing that you do is gonna be cool. But <laughs> I, yeah, this movie was. It was fucking weird. So because we're about to get out of the Raimi trilogy, I feel like now is a good time to explain what happened with Spider-Man 3. Just briefly. Sony came to Raimi and was like, we want Venom. And he's like, he doesn't fit in the story right now. And they're like, okay, cool, but we want Venom. And he's like, okay, but no. And they're like, okay, put Venom in the movie or we're not paying for this movie. And so he's like, Fuck this, dude. I'm going to tank the shit out of this movie. Yep, He deeply regrets that movie to this day. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to ruin the living fuck out of this movie. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea whether what his intentions were. I know that they were still planning to come back for a movie four, though. You know what I mean? They were. And that's where Ven- it was either supposed to- The villain was supposed to be Craven and lizard or just lizard and Raimi to this day says it's the greatest movie he never made mm-hmm. which is like i don't know i'm like i don't know that he tanked it intentionally like trying to make the whole thing end. i don't oh, really no, he know he did he's actually on record it. saying it Jesus. he's like then i'm just i'm just gonna end this trilogy they're not gonna let me do what i want yeah which they weren't to be fair like they this was like the first big example of studio interference like really fucking something up and it did like this with this ended this in its tracks which is kind of why it leaves it ends so kind of ambiguously it's so well it's just so open-ended it's like and i'll continue to be spider-man and then and people were bummed that there wasn't a fourth one you know like i remember coming out of this being like it's okay the next one will be better right i was like let's let that die i'm good I just loved Spider-Man. I was sad. I mean, yeah. but but then we got the Amazing Spider-Man, right? Yeah, we get Amazing Spider-Man, which is actually based on uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Ultimate? No, it's Ultimate Spider-Man. That's why Electro looks like the way he looks. He doesn't look like the one we're going to get in the MCU. And Ultimate Spider-Man is where Spider-Man actually dies at the end of it, and that was supposed to be the trilogy because they were setting up the Sinister Six. Yeah, they were, and they were doing a not terrible job of it either. They weren't, actually. It was almost okay, because yeah. you get you get all these like random things in the background, like when Terrible Green Goblin is uh, forcing the guy to find the spider venom serum. Yeah. You can see the Doc Ock arms in the background. Like You see were... all the Easter eggs in that one yeah. shot. To be fair, it's not like expertly woven in. They just walk past the Oh, no, it's just like, like all there, yeah. Doc Ock is there, and Rhino is there, and... There's another one that's oh there as God, well. Right and it's like, great. But these movies came out in. So the last Raimi movie was, what did I say? 2007. The Amazing Spider Man came out in 2012 and the sequel in 2014. Mm-hmm. So we had a few years, but it wasn't really all that long before we got Andrew Garfield. And yeah, totally like an ultimate Spider Man, like more of a 
he was way grittier. And I remember when I saw the ads for this, I was like, it was around the time that uh, like the the Dark Knight movies were mm-hmm. coming out. And mm-hmm. I was like, dope. Do that with Spider-Man. Fuck yes. That's what I thought yeah. this was going to be. That's what everybody wanted. They're like, oh, okay. Be like a grounded, more realistic. Because the average I mean, it kind of was. It, it, it kind of was. Well, and the average they movie goer is not going to know that Peter Parker doesn't actually shoot webs from his wrists. It's a fucking capsule. So this did a really good job of being like, no, he has powers, but he's also a fucking smart kid. Well, the other thing is, at the time, now that I think about it, what was very popular, or it just finished an extremely popular run, was the animated Spider-Man movie, which he, um, I think he he actually had organic webs in the cartoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the organic webs were really, I mean, it's like I said, like, I grew up with that, and I thought it was, I was like, thought it was weird to have mechanical ones at first so they had like yeah. an adjustment to make there to but it worked out for him because he's definitely a lot smarter and they really leaned into that with like his dad's a scientist and there's like mm. a whole thing where like uncle ben's like i know i'm not smart enough scientist for you and like he's so they really hammer that in and but it's it is straight up ridiculous this version of peter i'm sorry andrew no, garfield is. is sexy as fuck you're not and he's like oh i'm such a nerd nobody likes me i can't get a date and i'm like are you fucking kidding me i know i'm like bruh and to to use Lindsay's favorite phrase he's a goddamn smoke show he is yeah that was my one complaint is that andrew garfield is too handsome to be peter parker he is but he i'll tell you this he was a terrible peter parker he was a great spider-man and i exactly. think like this argument about batman and bruce wayne all the time but he was a great Spider-Man. He was quippy. He was funny. He got the whole like fighting thing down. Like he was good. He was awesome. And you know, like I, I could, I would have been totally fine. Cause like we said, it's kind of like an Elseworlds Spider-Man anyway. Yeah. Right. I'm, I would have been a hundred percent on board if they had just been like, yeah, you know what? This version of Peter Parker's like a straight smoke show. And like, he has no problem getting a date yep. and he's really smart and people appreciate that about him. And he's like reasonably popular average kid. Right. But they try to tell us that he's not, it's kind of like, she's all that where it's like, Oh my God, she, took off her overalls and changed her glasses and put her hair down. She's like a different human. I'm like, she's the hot nerdy girl now. What the fuck? Yeah. Like I, it's like, wait, we're supposed to think you're not. What do you mean? Come on. You're clearly 25. You're obviously sexy as fuck (laughs) at this high school. Like why do people think you're a nerd? Like he's like a skateboarder. He's nothing that they present to us is that he's nerdy, but they like, but the dialogue tells us that he is right. And I'm like, what is going on? It's a it's a problem of showing more than or of telling more than showing. And I think we discussed this during the Return of the Jedi episode. Um, but that was the problem with the sequel trilogies for Star Wars. Everything is literally said out loud to you. You don't just see that happening. And it, well, it takes you it out of like, it. For this, it was more it was like a lot of showing and telling, but they were like showing the opposite of what they were telling. That's yeah. why it was bothering me. It was like, wait, you're telling me this guy's a nerd. Cause I'm looking at him. Like, yeah. give me a break. I, but, but he was a great Spider-Man and the web Spider-Man. slinging is lit. Might is. Be the, that I'm, might be the best of the three. I'm thoroughly impressed with the way that they come across with his, uh, 
Uh, his just th- honestly the way they show him learning to swing, um, and then him being like, "Oh my god, I can use like this cable that Oscorp created as like a slingshot kind of thing," or like you know like. I I like him as Peter Parker. What? I actually I've since so as a as a grown up with a grown up brain and and eyes and oh. understanding how movie works, this the Raimi verse has very much a rose tinted lens over it, which was went right through the wood chipper when I watched the movies recently. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god, these movies are actually garbage. Why did I like these? <laughs> yeah. And watching. The Amazing Spider-Man. I was like, okay, I buy it. He's not traditional Peter Parker, but he's smart, and they definitely emphasize the fact that he's smart. Um, the skateboarding thing, I actually found out. I think it's a callback to Andrew Garfield growing up. Is that he skateboarded when he was growing up? Yeah, and listened to Rage Against the Machine and some other Earth fans. But uh, I think that that just kind of made sense for him to just be into skateboarding. But um, and he gets his ass kicked by Flash Thompson, who we discussed. Like, oh, I'm your best friend now. But um, I actually liked him. I thought it it actually made sense. Was the Peter Parker what I? want not really but i actually liked him as peter parker i do too no i these i like these movies quite a lot like i actually really like him as peter but i just think it's funny the way that they try and present him as this nerd like once they drop that like when he starts dating gwen and like in Mm -hmm. the second one and they stop trying to tell us that he's a nerd i'm here for it all day it just is like hilarious to me when they're like telling us that and it's like no he's not that's not who we're looking at. And I'm okay with that. I like that version of Peter. Just like, don't pretend that he's a doof. He's not this, this version of Peter fucks. He's not a doof. <laughs> and he wears firefighter helmets when he puts out. Oh my God. That was Electro. so funny. I, I was like, you know what? It, it really reminds me of Deadpool and how he yeah, is. Yeah. So that I'm glad you bring that up because that Spider-Man is the Spider-Man. I would want to be de- best friends with Deadpool. Like I know I've told you about it in the it like a couple times, Lindsay, but in the comics, Spider-Man fucking hates Deadpool. He thinks he's so annoying. But yeah, Deadpool, Deadpool thinks that they're best Spider-Man. friends. Yeah, yeah. He thinks they are the best of friends. And he follows them around all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I feel I like Tom Holland would do really well aside beside Ryan Reynolds, but I also wouldn't be mad if we had gotten to see like Garfield next to, to Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. You still could. There's no reason you couldn't see that one day. Like the, the way things are headed, we could absolutely see that happen and it would be dope. But yeah, I, I agree. I would like to see this version of Peter be friends with Deadpool. I'm here for that. Um, I also really like this Peter's love interest. Love me some Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Love me some Emma Stone. Like I'd be, I would not be mad if she came back this role me too yeah i i think that them going with gwen stacy instead of mary jane was a smart move so smart and their chemistry because they were dating for real right so yeah. half of the stuff that. that's cool yeah dude they were together and half the shit that they do in these movies is just them ad-libbing it's just them fucking around and having wicked chemistry because they were just like so hot for each other like, can you even imagine i i will say this I would rather someone else be Spider Gwen. I would too. And you know who you know who I want yeah. to see be Spider Gwen? Eleven. God, no. please. No. no. 
No, absolutely. That's a that's like not. controversial as fuck. I don't even know what I think about that. Um, um, into my head. I'm assuming gonna have to come back. I'm gonna circle all the way back to that another day. Matt, go on. I would I would actually like to see Chloe Grace Moretz be. I'd be so down for that. I that don't know who awesome. this is. I'm looking it up. Hit girl. She from was Kick-Ass. hit girl from Kickass. Oh, she would be great. Is yeah. she, what does she look like now? Like a bombshell. She, I, she was on a on a she was on some talk show recently. I was like, and I looked at her. I'm like, that could be Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. Wait, Mindy McCreary? No, Chloe Moritz. Chloe, Chloe Grace Moritz. I don't know why when I it was giving me someone. Oh yes, it should definitely be her. You're correct. See, she's on board. Yep, 100%. Yeah. We'll, Damn. We'll, we'll let Marvel know. Mm-hmm. Yep, let them know I approve. Therefore, it, it must be. <laughs> yeah. um, Damn, though. Yeah, no, I agree. I would... Okay, so I have said this on the pod before, but, like, Spider-Gwen in, in Spider-Verse was, like, everything to me. Because I mm-hmm. really like Spider-Man. Like, I... Everything about him and having, like, getting to see a lady spider made me really 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 happy yeah. and she was so cool like that was like that movie was like a watershed moment for me of like yeah like that's like representation fucking matters i was like mm-hmm. i am way more emotional about that than i thought i was gonna be and yep. oh yeah, my god sure. i want to see her done well on the big screen like we deserve to have a like, one a Gwen and just like women and Spider-Man who are more capable and they're getting increasingly capable, right? Because Gwen in these movies is a badass, and I know that she gets herself killed over it, but she does. She's like, no, fuck you. She's like, no, Peter, I'm not leaving. Fuck you. Like they are such a team. I love Mm -hmm. it. She was definitely the Robin to his Batman. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, and to add a little cherry, this is more for me, but I think you'll get a kick out of this too. Um, to add a little cherry onto your love for Gwen, did you know that she becomes a Venom? No, but that's dope. She's called Gwenum. All right, I'm here for that. And her hood is Venom's mouth. It's so fucking cool. I can't wait to see her in, um, what's it called now? Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, Across the Spider-Verse. Dope. You guys, it's like a good time for Spider-Man right now. It is a good time. What I didn't like about Gwen in this movie, though, is, again, that kind of trope of, like, I can't be with you because it puts you in danger. And I told your dad that I wouldn't be with you because the heat. Eh, yeah. And I'm like, fuck off. I hate that trope. I'm so tired of it. And I was like, to be fair, Ugh. she basically ignores that. I love that. More or less. She's like, fuck you. I'm my own person. Like. Yeah, no, she has no, she's like, I don't care what you told him. Like, we talked about this. They have a whole thing in movie two where they're, like, together, even though they're not supposed to be together. And then he, like, can't live with himself over it. And I'm like, I just, I understand if you put that out there for these characters, it makes sense that that's what they would do. I just don't know why we have to put that out there. Like, why is that the plot? What's going on? Like, it's so much of the movie. I don't know. We should probably talk about Lizard at some point. Well, we're getting there. We've got a couple. Let's hit on Aunt May. And we're getting towards Lizard. But Aunt May, more oh, age-appropriate than this. Yeah. yeah, she's better. I liked I liked Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben. Dude, shout out to President Bartlett. Hell yeah, dude. All like, day. He, 
Yeah, let's go. I actually liked this a lot. I didn't like the whole Peter's parents were scientists and they work for Oscorp kind of thing. They're like spies. Yeah, that was really <laughs> stupid. But yeah. The, yeah. The, I did enjoy the the Uncle Ben and Aunt May part of it. Although I did feel like Aunt May was barely in this. She was barely in this. I liked when she was there. Like she had a fun dynamic with Peter. Yeah. Um, I also didn't like the parent thing. And it was like only Peter could be Spider-Man because it was had to be the right blood that mixed with the spider that made like it like created this How the whole. How would like, they know that? I have, it was like a whole thing. It was like so, again, so much of the movie was like not web slinging around New York. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't care about this. Yeah. But it, yeah, I didn't love that. But I did like this Uncle Ben and um, Aunt May better than the Raimi movies. So, so far, everything in this was better than Raimi. Um, and the universe, like we say, way less campy, more in line with Tom's. But he's still the only kind of, like, superhero in his universe. Yeah. So that's kind of how I think these guys are going to be kind of graded in terms of, like, Tom comes from this weird campy universe where there's a million bad guys, but he's the only good guy and he's the only superhero. And then... Wait, who? In Toby, Toby, sorry. Toby, yeah. I was like, wait, no, he doesn't. What the fuck? Sorry. (laughs) Toby's universe is, like, the campy one where he's the only hero. And then Andrew um is the only hero but it's like a grittier world and then tom yeah. is like an avenger he's so like the least important hero in his eyes yeah which makes sense yeah. for the character yeah and then this ends with uh he's still spider-man um like going after rhino and just like doing his thing but gwen's dead gwen dies yeah which, you know, it's super iconic in the comics. I get it. It's too bad. Um, but, you know, it was reasonably well done. But again, after this, even though I really liked the sequel movie, no third movie. They said no thank you after this one. Yeah. Well, it's because of the MCU. It's the MCU. Right. Tony was like, oh, shit, we should probably get on this train. Yeah, because uh, Iron Man came out in 2008. And Amazing Spider-Man came out, what did we say, 2012? Yeah, and 2014. Yeah. By 14, the Avengers movie was already like over with. We had already had that. Mm -hmm. So the push forward for Civil War was already happening. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And this was just, there was just a Spider Man just was like out there. And it was like, no, let's pump the brakes on that and just do this better. Like they were like, Kevin Feige wants Spider Man. Do you guys mind stopping? And they're like, sure, sure, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Feige kind of makes money sometimes. Occasionally, every now and then. And, and yeah, yep. only every time. <laughs> um, so here's my thing, and I'll start with Lizard because he's the first one on the list, and he's the first villain. I totally understand his motivation in this up to the point where he wants to create the lizard army. And then I'm like, this is so stupid. This is so ridiculous. So, okay. For people who might've missed this one, I'm like, hang on. Do this in order, man. I'm like, that barely even made sense to me. I'm like, where are we at? (laughs) What lizard army? (laughs) Oh, lizard. Well, I mean, So I'm, it makes sense to me because he wanted to make a perfect world and he felt like the solution to that was to hit them with the, what I'm just going to call the lizard serum. And, yeah. um, 
and that would prevent disease and and people like people who have handicaps would be cured and but the the trade for that was that they would be giant lizard people right like so that's where it starts right is that he's like a mad scientist amputee and he's trying to like combo lizard dna with humans yeah. to like regrow yeah. his arm but then like turns into a giant lizard instead like so that's what this guy was about totally fucking crazy right like all the spider-man yeah. villain origin stories are insane they are they're super fucking nuts and the one that makes the least sense in any of these is rhinos which we're not even going to talk about him but it's so the movie can happen no i know it's so the movie can happen yeah it opens with him it ends with him and why paul giamatti that's that actually is a valid question because i asked my friend this recently as well like just what a random it dude, really like, it so like, was. They they spent a lot of movie for him to have a face tattoo and be in the movie for two three minutes. It yeah. was the trailer, remember? Like that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Which was insane. It was like, why is this happening? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was in this version, this version of Kurt Connors. Uh, he was like best friends with Peter's dad. Yeah. Who was also studying like trans species mutation or whatever. And it's so it's like they set up this funny dichotomy for this version of Peter where it's like he was like destined to be like half a spider. But like all of his enemies were like. It's all part of the same project, right? Like the same research that created. Well, yeah, effectively creates the lizard in this movie. And that's their whole like weird antagonistic relationship that they're kind of the same thing. It's just like the lizard one went really badly. And like Peter was like meant to be Spider-Man. Well, and so the whole thing and they explain it very poorly in the second one. The whole thing is so they can find a serum to prevent this disease that Norman Osborn is mysteriously dying from. Right, because he's also in this movie. Barely. He's, I, he's only, like, talked about. We only see him in bed. And then he dies. And then Harry, inexplicably, just starts succumbing to this disease, too. Like his dad, it took it took years, like decades, for his dad to succumb to this disease. But as soon as he's exposed to his dad, he's like, "Oh, cool! I have this now. Time's wasting." Yeah, Norman's like it's they, genetic, and he's immediately dying. Yeah, <laughs> they also got a very large name actor to play another character that was in the movie for like five seconds. Dude, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? It was yeah, I they. I, but, well, they felt shoehorned, and I think there's a reason that like those goblins are not appearing, and like our prior discussed goblins are right. Thank like God. there's a reason we're cutting these ones. They were not the best part of this, but Lizard actually was good though. I liked this guy as a villain. I did. Like I, I liked I the fight. Was cool. Like I really liked when he. Right. This is where the the army of lizards came in. He like now he can like summon lizards and Spider-Man makes like the giant spider web where he's like sitting in the middle and he can like feel like a spider would like when someone's coming down the web and he like knows the webbing looks really cool in these movies. God, that's my for sure. These movies have my favorite webbing and my favorite web slinging so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he acts and looks like like Spider-Man from the comics. Agreed. And he does. He does very unlike Toby. With his poses became iconic, 
the Andrew Garfield poses were already iconic. Mm. They're recreating right. classic and iconic poses from the comics. It but looked super, super cool. The, the web looked like really strong plastic. I liked it. I thought it looked cool. I thought it was different. I just, I enjoyed it. I like Tom's the best, but I, but between, if I had to pick between Raimi and Webb, Mark Webb uh, was the one who did the new ones. I think, I think Andrew's takes, oh yeah, would take, would take Toby to task. For sure. In all, in all measurable oh yeah well, and here's andrew garfield's thing. peter could beat the shit out of toby mcguire's peter oh my I god i believe that yeah and i 100%. think Tom Holland Tom's could, could wipe the floor with everyone wreck them all yeah <laughs> oh yeah i guess but i don't know i feel like andrew could give tom a little bit of a run for his money like if it was tom minus his tech like if tom has like a like a regular suit not like the iron suit I, it depends yeah. on what tech tom has but also Tom doesn't really fuck around. I do like his webbing, but I think what I'll, I'll, I'll say this briefly and then keep us on task, but um, we haven't seen enough of Tom Holland, Spider-Man web slinging in the city and I'll leave it at that and we'll come back to it. But I, th- I think that that's part of my thing. I think once I see more of that, I'll be a hundred percent agree. But for now, I kind of like Andrew's webs, but, but anyway, what else do we have yeah. on the lizard? So, um, well, it just like he, <clears throat> so the movie ends with him being detoxed from the serum that he took and he's imprisoned, but he's being interviewed by who we can only surmise is the, the guy that works directly for Harry Osborne or Norman Osborne. Right. I figured it was the goblin talking to him. No, it's, I don't know if it's, I don't know if they were trying to set up that it's Norman Osborn, but it's definitely the guy that's like Norman Osborn's right-hand man in the second one. Yeah, I figured it had something to do with the Goblin, at least. I was like, and we'll see what happens in the next movie. And then I was never like totally sure. Well, and that's how we find out that. Because not in the next movie, right? Right. But that's how we kind of put, if you pay enough attention, you kind of put those pieces together that, oh, he was supposed to be working on this thing to get rid of this disease for Norman Osborn. Right. That's the whole fucking point. And then that's what Peter's parents were doing as well. Yeah. It's all part of this one big. Yeah. Yeah. Conspiracy. That's like the kind of backbone of this version of Spider-Man. And it's not my favorite part. It just, it felt really super glued together. Like they just threw a bunch of ideas on a board and we're like, okay, that I, I don't know. Like, yeah. And the best parts are when it's just like Andrew Garfield vamping. Like, I feel like he'll be really good true. in no way home. Like, I feel like they'll all play out. Well, he and Tom anyway would play off each other. Well, Toby, you can suck it. I, but... I, <laughs> so I think he'll be a very dark, very worldly experienced Spider-Man. He'll be like, dude, I, I have genuinely lost someone doing this job like this is not you are not always going to have a great time i love the theory that he's the one who's going to catch mj in the trailer yeah not tom and get that redemption i really liked him as spider-man like i i actually really like these movies for them being like not i don't know it's like they get a lot of flack but also i really like them but i i think the second one gets more flack than the first one and I don't even mind it. And then, so in the second one, we get introduced to Max Dillon, who is 
an underappreciated employee at Oscorp who also designed the power grid and is Jamie Foxx. Yeah. But a gap. He had an accident while fixing fucking something and he somehow because this because this is how the spider-man universe fucking works like it's still pretty campy dude falls into a tank full of electric eels mutated electric eels what like as far as like we're saying like it's like gritty and real like no like this is so ridiculous it's unbelievable i can't wait to see what tom's spider-man has to say about this because this is like ridiculous in the trailer it implies that this version of electro has powers but he's using stolen stark tech yeah he's using an arc he's using the arc reactor from iron man 2 yeah if you what? pay attention in the trailer there's a small arc reactor on his left or on his right shoulder all right well fuck because i do also, actually think i know what you're talking about i can't wait to uh, see how they like because all these guys are dead right so it's it, like we said right. before like there's gonna be some kind of twisty twist here and we've seen that the electro in the new movie has like different color lightning right so again the electro from amazing spider-man is based on ultimate spider-man where his powers are far and away making him the most power in terms of raw power absolutely 100 percent. electro is the most powerful spider-man villain I mean, he's he's powered by electric eel, right? I would think so. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. In the um, comics, that's not how he gets his power. It doesn't matter. We're not talking. I, I can't let us get there. I love you, but we'll be too. We're already talking about three different universes of Spider-Man. We have to keep it contained to the movies. Go ahead, man. Before I forget, the villain at the end of Amazing Spider-Man one and two is the villain known as the Gentleman. Oh, no okay. I got you. the guy who's interviewing. Oh, I He's an see. actual villain. Oh, so it was like an Easter egg for something that they never did. Yes. They never yes. developed. I couldn't yeah. remember the name and I had to Google it really so, quick. Doesn't but matter. He's, he's called the gentleman. Okay, that's Thank good to know, though, that, that it I actually totally was a thing. That. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's like he, uh, so Max Dillon, Jamie Foxx here is like, he's like a <laughs> Spider-Man stan, right? He's like wicked into Spidey. Well, he's a loner. He's like a loser. He has no friend. They even forgot it was his birthday at Oscorp. They make him work on his birthday. Who is nice to him. Yeah. And it it does make you kind of feel for him in a way. But then it shows the dangers of fangirling. Like you become so disillusioned with what he expected Spider-Man to remember him. And then it's just like. Dude, you don't remember me? Okay, I'm going to kill you. Gwen Stacy's like the only person who yeah. cares about him and she has no idea who he is. Yeah. The one dude tries to snipe him. Yep. You're my guy on the ground. Yep. Yeah. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like about to work with them too, though, actually. Like Peter kind of had that. Like he was all like Peter was like about to save that situation. Yeah, because for sure he was like, Don't you remember me, Spider-Man? Don't you mm-hmm. love me? And Peter was like, Totally, no, a hundred percent I do. We're gonna work this out, right, guys? Yeah, everyone's gonna act chill. Everything's fine. And then somebody, 
you know, gets trigger happy or nervous or whatever and fucks it up and he goes ballistic. But then ultimately he's like, Spider-Man didn't remember me. Fuck Spider-Man. And he like turns on him and he ends up being like so mad. And he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to team up with this version of Green Goblin and fucking demolish the city. That's his response to Spider-Man doesn't remember me is I'll destroy the city. Fuck you guys. So it's very like, it's like a school shooting story after school special. Like what happens when you're bullied? Like it feels like that. Uh, here's my theory. I think Electro is going to be the leader and use this power in the new universe he's in to be like, they'll remember me here. Like I'll make a name for myself here because the one teaser that we've seen of him actually talking is he's speaking to Spider-Man and he's like, you're not going to ruin this for me. So he has some kind of like plan in mind. He's trying to do something. And I feel like that something is like, I'm going to be, you know, best. yeah. And no one ever was. I hate you so much, dude. <laughs> uh, to catch the Spider-Man is his test. And drain them to, of life is their cause. Is their cause. cause. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, you know, I don't know who the big bad is. I, I've genuinely no idea. And I kind of just don't want to think about it. Cause I think that makes it more fun for the movie. Yeah. But I mean, if we're looking at it, we've got, I think, I think it might be Mysterio again. God damn it, dude. I would lose my mind if we got Mysterio back. I, I just I just don't so I don't excited. think it makes sense to kill such Quentin. a, a yeah. wildly popular villain. Dude, like, I, I don't I would like that too, but I real mean, talk. Um they brought Killmonger back. I think they can bring him back. If we're getting a big we should save this discussion. I'm like <laughs> but also it's not some it'll Mysterio's not powerful enough. This is setting up multiverse of madness. This that's like small potatoes. Like if we're so that's like the thing. bad we don't know about, yeah. it's gonna be leading into multiverse of madness. It's just like throwing it It's out not there. Mephisto. God it damn could it. totally be Mephisto. All right, look, the bottom line is the most important thing. Uh that Electro uh, dies. Electro dies. Electro totally dies. He had like a power overload or some bullshit. And, and then he so, disappears. Yeah, yeah, Peter kills him. Also we didn't say this about the lizard above. The lizard knew who Spider-Man was. So, so far, I think all our villains, except for Sandman, have known. The no, he knows because he tells him the sob story about how I didn't know. I didn't mean to kill yeah. your uncle. Like, I oh, didn't you're know. right. Because by right. that time, Venom's already gone. Harry's dead. And he, Sandman is just like, I never meant for this to happen. I just wanted the money. Like, I, okay. your uncle so, actually tried to talk me out of it. So he knew. Everyone that has met him knows who he is. All right, so yeah, all the villains know who Spider-Man is. Did Electro? I was a little unclear no. about that. Electro, uh, no. sorry, Harry did, but Harry like, knows because he figures that out when he realizes Gwen is there with him. Right at the end. Yeah, but Electro's but dead Max. by that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah Electro knew. doesn't know. Okay, so he's the only villain so far who doesn't know, and that takes us right into the best. The best, Peter. Right. Agreed. Oh, yeah. He's. I think he's yeah. the best. All around. Yeah. I think he's better than Andrew. Yeah, I think he's better than Andrew Garfield. Although Andrew Garfield does, like we said, have better swings than him. But I think he's better, more iconic than either of them put together. 
I would agree. I think he's he has the kind of nerdy, uncool, awkward thing, but yep. also like, and especially when he started, he I mean he was always a good looking kid, obviously, but his like but he's t- a kid. That's he's the like thing. yeah. He, we have to remember that like Tom Holland has since popped into manhood, but that when this started, you know, he actually was still kind of a kid. He was always a good looking kid, but yeah. you know, a kid all the same. And and he looked it. He was actually age appropriate, which none of the other Spider Men have been. He had this awkward thing, but also like he he didn't I feel like he was like doing this like change of personality thing like Toby does or be like, I like uh, I hated all of them. And he's just he just holds <laughs> it well. He's like believably nerdy, but he also goes to nerd school, which really yeah. helps. He, right? he is like it and it does a good job of showcasing like I want to figure out what's in this suit like. I want to get behind this and never get underneath. It also shows him spending time learning what the suit can do. Love that scene. Yeah. The other thing which I think is important, which helps define and make his Peter Parker better, is that the other Peters were just good at science and it didn't matter what. They're just like, oh, I just get oh, it. Like yeah. Tony Stark. It's like, oh, you guys... You guys don't just know nuclear fission like I did overnight. Whereas <laughs> Tom Holland, it's very it's very mechanically based, which yeah. he's very good at. So it's like it's there's a clear path of science that he is excels at, which makes yeah. sense. Which like is, he knows because, how I mean, to use the suit maker in the jet. Yeah. He knows how to figure the stuff in inside the suit for in. He is very directional techie. in the stuff he knows he's very techy yeah. yeah yeah i mean even when in the first movie he's like um he's like blending his web stuff like during science class in class yeah yeah and then doesn't he keep it all like under the lockers but he has to lift up the locker is not in this movie yeah. like he's yeah like he's just like <laughs> That's where he keeps I, suit. yeah it's brilliant like i and he has this like his doofy suit like i really like in this version because oh, he's sweater. able to be yeah because yeah, he's able to be backed up by the existence of the avengers and like the the broader universe here we don't need some bullshit where it's like and he's an incredible tailor his secret his other secret power I like know. no he got the <laughs> suit from fucking tony before that he was in like sweats sweat <laughs> and some fucking goggles so funny and the explanation for the goggles is brilliant like to actually bring that into yeah. it and just like they explain his yeah <laughs> they explain his powers really well and like and so i okay so i said this before on his like um his web slinging like i think we've seen so much of him like he was out in the burbs or on Coney Island and in yeah. European cities. And he actually does very little web slinging. He's never up in yeah. the air. Yeah. Right. Like, except for or in Washington, DC really on one just, building, just in the big fights, like the big, set yeah. pieces, is, is he web when he's chasing, uh, Ebony Maw to get Dr. Strange back. He's kind of moving that was through, the, but he's also we've seen. that wasn't in his own movie though. That's what kills me. Right. No, that I was know. like one scene in yeah. infinity war. Well, yeah. And uh, then when they're well, fighting in, uh, when they're fighting on Titan, he's kind of flying around shit, but yeah, yeah I, I mean, we haven't really seen him throughout skyscrapers. Yeah. Well, I mean, we do see it kind of at the end of, yeah, uh, far from home. 
And then he does yeah. it a lot at like in the third act of Far From Home, where he's fighting all the drones and stuff. Like, there's a shit ton of web swings. Like, he's yeah, he is, but he's also in the drone world. Or like, and I'm not saying that that's not some of the dopest shit I've ever seen in my life. In no way am I saying that that wasn't the coolest scene ever. It was, but it's not <laughs> Spider-Man web slinging. Like to be able to compare it to like an Andrew or Toby, right? Like that's they, yeah. that's it's not the same. So I'm really hoping that this movie that. Uh, no way home is going to center in New York. Like I need to see him because that, you know, it's going to look great. Like all the CG is on point. Like the webbing looks good. We just haven't been able to see mm -hmm. it in its glory to really determine it. Like I still am like Andrew's web slinging is better because Tom hasn't done enough of it, I, but I'm sure once he does, it'll be the number one, you know? So that's my only complaint about the Tom Holland movies is I just want to see a little more webbing, but and that's uh, just, I, I get that. And that's a lot of that really is just story. So yeah, if, yeah I'm, I'm with you on this one. It, it will be good to see him kind of at home having yeah. to fight like in between stuff or like climb shit and doing what Spider-Man does and, yeah. you know, being where Spider-Man belongs and, but you know what props to them. And I think it's part of their success for, not doing that they've done a really great job of in no way rehashing the last two movie franchises and that's important but now he's established as his own spider-man in his own world and i would yeah. like to see him do some spidey stuff i, I think we will i think we yeah. will just because of where the movie i mean majority of the trailer it's just been in new york city so i think we're gonna finally get some real city because the other thing is he doesn't live in the city like he does in the other movies he lives in the suburbs so it makes sense no, that we haven't seen a lot of he lives well, in the city it was it was uh liz's it was house liz that, that lived the out in the burbs well, and, I mean, and aunt may says that she's like oh i have to remember he comes in through his oh, window right. with ned that's it's right, just liz right. that lives out in the burbs right but i mean but the majority of the movie was him not being in the burbs oh it yeah no. her well being okay. him being in the burbs it wasn't in the city exactly or he was in yeah. um coney island that's where he was for the big fight he was out yeah. in coney island right so it was like these big open spaces which i get because that movie was being made a little bit in the wake of of uh superman movie backlash yeah over like destroying, destroying cities city and shit and like they were trying really sense. hard not to destroy which cities. makes sense yeah. yeah, they were doing they're doing their <laughs> damnedest. But uh I love it. Um this Spider-Man fascinatingly is he's with Liz in the first movie, which yeah. I don't even know if she's from the comics. Um She is not. I didn't think uh, so. It was just a way for them to introduce tombs. Yeah, so she was Vulture's daughter. Um yeah. Which was cool. That and it, that was like the main villain for the first movie, which was great. And after he gets arrested at the end, she moves away, and Peter falls for MJ, who is not Mary Jane. Her name's Michelle. Michelle. So we're not retreading, but also it's an MJ, and I'm really here for this kind of like shake yep. it up approach. I agree. I think it's good that we don't have that. I, I'm glad that they did that. I kind of would have been okay if they had done Gwen. But I am still kind of okay with them doing this kind of MJ because that's a big part of Spider-Man's like whole mythos is he has Mary Jane. He is one yeah. of the few superheroes who actually has a love interest consistently throughout, you know, the the entire story, or like th yeah. you know, like throughout all of his lives. What I would really like to see um, from this movie is Spider Gwen. 
Right. And I know that not from this movie. I know that's not happening. I mean, from this franchise, because we know Tom's going to stick around. So like in the MCU version of the spider world, I would like to see a spider Gwen rather than a retread of Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy. Give me spider Gwen. That's what I would like eventually. So I don't think we'll get spider Gwen. I would be shocked if there wasn't a cameo or a little Easter egg to either Miles or Miguel. In this movie, for sure. Yeah. I'm just thinking in the greater, like in the next three movies. I oh, know that yeah. that's not going to happen this movie. I we have think three more movies. Forward. It's confirmed from Sony that there will be three more Marvel or MCU based Spider-Man movies. And like, this is like finally like, right. Because like we've just said, all of these spider franchises have kind of failed. And this one is yeah. actually going to get confirmed before this third one even comes out. Like it's going to have a good third movie and actually yeah. get to keep going, which is so exciting. And mm-hmm. I just want, I would just, I just want a lady spider. That's what I really kind of like, I, I really like spider Gwen, but if it's a Madam web, that's fine with me. If it's whatever, but oh, I do, I don't know if you saw this or not, but there is a rumor that Madam web is somewhere in this movie and well, it's Sandra wild. Bullock. Shut up. Okay. I'm, I'm dead serious. Here. I yeah, swear to God, look awesome. it up. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty big rumor right now. Yeah, I and, just would really like to get like a damsel not in distress. Like, give me a woman in a Spider-Man movie who doesn't need to be rescued. That would do it for me. Because even yeah. MJ, I'm like, schmer. Like, they did okay. They were okay in the last movie. He didn't rescue them. But I feel like he's going to in this one. And that's fine. I get that our heroes are going to rescue their significant others. That's always going to happen. That's always fine. But we have now had, what, 20 years of Spider-Man? Yeah, like we can shake it up a little bit. So because we know that Secret Invent is coming, I would kind of be shocked if the one we're set up with is not Jessica Drew, who if you don't know who that is, she's Spider-Woman. Oh, that would be cool. I could go with Spider-Woman. That would be great. Whoever just showed up. Fix the costume though. Those costumes terrible. I know that costume's so dumb. And she doesn't shoot webs. Maybe that would be cool. No, I think... (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen. I would. I think I... this movie's going to end with the universe being altered and she will not exist anymore. That's totally possible because she's like incredibly famous now. So I yeah. can see. I don't know. But, I, you know. I don't know. I don't know because her and Tom Holland have been a thing for a very long time now. Yeah. It's just they're public now. Yeah. But um, I think Zendaya is here to stay. And I think Tom is here to stay. I think the next three movies are setting up for Miles to take over. I agree. Especially because we got Prowler in Homecoming. And the other thing is that Tom said he doesn't want to be Spider-Man when he's 30. Well, no. Okay, so I actually just saw an interview where he explained that the interview was taken out of context. What he meant was if he's still doing it, it means that they haven't set up for a better or a newer Spider-Man. So I agree with you. These next three movies will be set. I honestly think it will be Miles. How old is Tom Holland? He's like, like 23. Yeah, 23, 24. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, whatever. He's above eight. He's he's an adult. He's of but age. Here, <laughs> here's the other thing. Loki has been fucking with time. So I am, more, oh, um, I am more inclined to think it's Miguel, not Miles. That will be the one that we get. I think that Maybe. them having Prowler as a, as a uh, sorry, let me explain that. 
Miguel O'Hara is Spider-Man 2099. He's the one we see in the trailer for uh, Across the Spider-Verse that's beating the shit out of Miles through the time jump. Yeah, he was in the post-credit scene for Correct. Into the yeah. Spider-Verse. So uh, I know, would love to see him. I personally, I would love to see him too, but I think Miles is, in, is way too popular. Unfortunately, yeah. Spider-Man 2099, he's too niche still. That's fair. I'm betting on Miles because we have the Prowler, and honestly, like we're just we're way overdue for a live action Miles. Yeah. Like it would suck to relegate him to. Not that Spider Verse isn't the best Spider Man movie, it is, but it would suck to relegate him there forever. So hopefully, Miles will be set up in the next three. I just think it's dope that we're getting those many more, and I yeah. hope we get. I hope we get Spider Gwen somewhere when they go to college or whatever. But... I think we will eventually. But the best thing that these movies did, the very best thing that Kevin Feige did with Spider-Man is not do Uncle Ben's death. Oh my right? God, I know. Yeah, Talk to me about Aunt May. Dude. And the, I, and the lack of Ben. Oh my I, God. You mean the best Aunt May? The best Aunt May? The absolute By smoke far. show that Aunt May is? No, I just, I think it's really funny that they made it a more believable, like, she supports him as Spider-Man. Like, she's going to these, like, things for him. And, you know, like these award ceremonies and stuff. I, I like that. I like that she in the trailer is very clearly, you know, what are we going to do? Holy shit. Everybody knows you're Spider-Man. Uh, now I'm being interviewed. Um, shout out, by the way, I definitely think Charlie Cox is in no way home. Um, disagree. I, of course you do. I, <laughs> I like the choice they made with Aunt May. Make her more involved than just being this person in the background that provides one-liner wisdom when here or when Peter needs it the most. Yep. Yeah, I think she's awesome in this. I yeah. I love her and I love having absolutely nothing to do with Ben's death. It's just totally yep. unnecessary. They are going to do that Spider-Man freshman year animated show on Disney Plus. Yep. Where we'll probably see all of this happen. And great. Make it animated and put it on Disney Plus like seven years after the first movie comes out. That's beautiful. I don't yep. wanna I don't wanna have anything to do with Uncle Ben being killed again. So I'm glad they didn't retread that. And um Well, and we do get Easter eggs about him, like the suitcase yeah. that, that Peter takes in Far From Home is it has BP on it, so Ben Parker. I do like stuff like that. I like that they were smart enough to be like, dude, everyone knows that Ben Parker dies. Everybody fucking yeah. knows that shit. Well, they mentioned it. He's like, I can't tell Aunt May about me being Spider-Man right now she's because she's already been through so much. Yeah. yeah, like they they touch on it enough. I thought it was great. Um, and as far as his world, you know, it's just so much more realized showing up in the middle of phase three in Civil War. Like he has a lot yeah. of advantages to skip all this world building. Like he's just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just go for it. Like, and I, I think that Tom will be the least surprised Spider-Man to kind of like find out about it. The other Spider-Man in the multiverse. Yep. I think he'll be like, yeah, yeah, that tracks. I think the other ones are going to shit a brick. Yeah. I, I think yep. they're all going to be like, what the fuck is this? Well, okay. Yep. And then they, even in the Raimi verse, they make a joke about how Dr. Strange already exists. Yep. Yeah, they do. So, yeah. I mean, but it, that's an I, Easter egg. That's not canon. That's well, not, we're not supposed to take that to mean that there's like other superheroes in that universe. Oh no, I don't think there's other superheroes. I just think he's going to get, I think it will be really funny if they get there and Toby's like, Dr. Strange, I think I've heard of you. 
Like, I think that would just be like a fun nod back to like, no, nah, Doctor Strange was already taken. I, I yeah, okay, I really could fun. accept that. I like an Easter egg to that Easter egg. Yeah, sure, sure. Because there's Easter eggs for a lot of people that we're just now getting. Like, shit, dude. Uh, Winter Soldier teases Doctor Strange and Moon Knight. In, in, yeah, well, and we've like, had Namor teased. I mean, the MCU is really good at they just yeah. they throw shit out there, and then if they never do it, it doesn't matter. Like they're just like maybe one day, so we'll throw this out there, right? Wakanda yep. was teased in Iron Man two or whatever. Um, but but speaking of Doctor Strange, yeah, I guess I guess honorable mention. Um, yeah. as far as where everybody's left off, did we say this about um Tom that this I mean, obviously the, the last. It. Yeah, the yeah, last yeah. movie leaves off with everyone finding out he's Spider-Man. He's yeah. and he's an Avenger and all the things. But Doctor Strange will be here. We know that. Last scene saving the world in Endgame. Yep. And then he Wong was fighting uh, Abomination in Shang Chi, which I want to rewatch again. I haven't gotten to rewatch that yet. That's so good. I did. I'm, I love it. I actually think that's one of my top five Marvel movies. I actually have to agree with you. I, yeah, I love Shang Chi. Dude, I really liked the Eternals. I just, I really want a chance to watch it again, but I wanted yeah. 100% more. That, uh, actually, that just announced today it comes to Disney Plus on the 12th of January. Yep. Aw, I thought you were going to say of this month. I was no, like, that's Sunday. That would be time travel. He's so freaking fast. I would be so stoked. So, uh, a tried and true tradition of talking about the Spider Man movies is the official funeral count. Yep. Um, and it's, it's a lot. Did one of you guys want to take us through this? No. So it's, I, I got it. I got it. So the Spider-Man two is the only one that doesn't have one, but Spider-Man, we go to Norman's funeral and then Spider-Man three, we go to Harry's and then yeah. we jump right over to amazing Spider-Man where we get Gwen Stacy's dad in the funeral and Ben <laughs> and, Parker and Ben Parker's. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That. He's um, homeless. You're right. though. <laughs> God damn it, uh, wait, Ben Parker should be in both of them. Norman, like they end them, yeah. with all these funerals, but Ben yeah. Parker also has two funerals in this list. Yeah. And then obviously Amazing Spider-Man 2 is Gwen Stacy's funeral. But yeah. we like, haven't had a funeral in the Spider-Man. I mean, obviously we had the 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 memorial for Tony at the end of Endgame. Not a um, Spider-Man movie though, right? Like we Tom hasn't had movie, any yeah. in his movies. Which astounded me. I kind of was like impressed that they didn't like they didn't carry that on. Um, I know. Well, I was surprised the, actually. In the comics, Spider-Man doesn't kill, so it makes sense yeah. that his villains continue to live. That's well, I guess it's true that two of these are villains. Fifty percent of the funerals are villains. You're right. Yeah. 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 Um, villains not appearing in this trailer. Venom. No he's sign. He, well, he is. Dad, I'm telling been, you, he's not in he's it. Been, I am he's been digitally you. edited out. Bro, I will bet you, I will put this on the podcast right now. I will, I will bet, you, bet you, I will bet you, okay, and I'll tell you what, dude, I will use one of my floating holidays to drive it to you. you goddamn right you will. If Venom is, in, dude, if Venom is the one that punches Lizard, I will drive Whataburger to you on a, on a weekend. I will DoorDash it to you. <laughs> God dang it. What do I get if he's not in it? Because I don't think he's in it. I don't think it's you. Not. Okay, so if he's not, then Matt will. Oh, see, I don't know. What like, do you want? Just, I don't know. I can't. I don't need a burger. I will watch Bring It On. 
Yeah. Oh, all right, there you go. Yeah, that's the bet. All right. Okay, Matt watches Bring It On if if Venom does not appear in this movie. Yeah. And Matt is going to be enjoying the fuck out of Bring It On is what's going to happen because there's no goddamn way. So no Venom, uh, no Toby's Green Goblin 2.0, the Hobgoblin, which was Harry. Yeah. Um, also no Andrew's Green Goblin, also Harry. So Thank none of God. the Harry Osborns will be appearing in this film. Yep. Um, that works for me. Uh, Andrew's Rhino and the rest of the Sinister Six that we talked about that got teased, not going to show up. I don't think he'll, we'll ever see him again. Yeah. No, I, th- it was just honorable mention because the end of that movie. Was no, gone. I know. I just, I, I think that Sony was like, what the fuck were we doing? having a really awesome end of the movie where Andrew was like, I choose to be Spider-Man, even though Gwen is dead and he comes to be Spider-Man and saves that little boy and then fights like whatever they pulled together, which was the Rhino. It doesn't matter. That wasn't the point. The point was Andrew. I really was like those Spider-Man movies. Right? I, I really like those I movies. I love that scene. Yeah, that's With so fun. Guys, <laughs> high fives him. Yeah, like also, he was a great Peter. His amazing Spider-Man 2 suit, perfect. I, when oh, I saw is. that, I was yeah. like, that is a sexy suit. I agree. Mm, he looked it's, good. I, I want good. maximum goofy eyes. I love the big eyes. <laughs> Me too. He really, those movies are better than people give them credit for. Like in some 100%. ways it's too bad they didn't get more time. Like, cause they were good. They, I really liked those movies. I would have liked to see what a third one looked like, but. hundred percent. Also not appearing in this trailer, Vulture, who was in the Morbius trailer, he does make a cameo appearance in the very first Morbius trailer where he says, what's up, Doc? Yeah, and he's obviously in the uh, post-credit of Far uh, Homecoming. Homecoming with uh, Scorpion. Scorpion. Thank Scorpion. you. Gargan. Also not appearing, right? He's in the post-credit. So those guys not Dude. here. And then Mysterio. Mysterio. I don't I buy that you, for a fucking second. Dude. I, I, would, I would be... Either way, I'm going to be fine. If he's not in it, whatever. If he is, I'm going to scream like a little girl. However, I will scream like 18 little girls if we actually get a teaser for the scorpion suit. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I have always loved Matt Gargan, especially because he becomes the second Venom. And that Venom legitimately eats people. I think it would be cool to get any of that in a post credit. Like I just, it's mm-hmm. so hard to even think about what that might look like. Cause I have no idea how this movie is going to wrap up. Like yeah. this, the, like crazy shit is about to happen next week. I don't even know. God, I can't wait. I'm so yeah. glad to see it on Thursday. I just, <sighs> a week. I'm going on Saturday. We're going late Saturday. Oh, I'm going at 3.30 in the afternoon on, on Thursday. Oh God, my God. I'm All going right, so to. I'm going to a movie theater where I'm in the middle with a lamp with a, the lazy boys. Oh my yep. God. I'm so excited. That's what we're doing. We're right in the middle. So there's not going to be anybody next to us. So uh, it's just like the way it's arranged. It would just be awkward for someone to be sitting on either of me or my friends. Um, yeah, we have like a row basically. I think we've got, like, that's what... we have five of us. <laughs> so we've got like a solid chunk of the center and I booked it Hell like yeah. the second they become available. Right. So I got us like, really so did we, seats. yeah. We, yeah, um, I'm like, it's like the only thing I've ever organized for my friends. Like, they always have to put everything together and I just show up. But I was like, no, I will take care of Spider-Man. I was, don't worry, I'm with Spider-Man. I got this. Spider-Man. All right. So with that being said, Matt, you, you know you have to come back. 
for the No Way Home uh, review. Oh, yeah. I'll tell 100%. I will be here, okay. absolutely. All right. I think everybody's just going to want to know like who won the bet. But Well, I do <laughs> want to know who won the bet. I also want to ask both of you an important question. I want no. to discuss. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Nah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I've disagreed with you a couple times this week, and I love you, but. I know. But nah. So, guys, listeners, Scott's trying to tell me that when we put together our Spider-Man rankings, that we're not including Spider-Verse. And I'm like, fuck you, that's the best Spider-Man movie. Right? It has nothing to do with No Way Home. That's, that's not the question. Oh, that's not the question. The prompt did. says, the prompt says, <laughs> Spider-Man movies ranked. Did, did you just fucking did highlight I, it? I did. Did I fucking shudder? Yeah, I'm highlighting it in the talk. Oh I'm like, God. I'm pissed, you guys. Like, why isn't it? It's not on either of their lists. It's number one on my ranking list for Spider. It's Spider-Man movies. What about that? Says that <laughs> I chose to omit it because it is not a live action Spider-Man. That's not what the prompt says. But that's in my brain what it says. <laughs> it's not what it says. So let me ask you guys, if you are to make a much needed edit to your list, where, do, why isn't, what the fuck? No, no, they're writing live action in the document. It's not right. My <laughs> Spider-Man rankings are thus. Number eight. Four, there are eight Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man 3. Number yep. seven, Spider-Man. we all agree on that one. Yeah, did we all put Spider-Man 3 as number eight? We did. did we? Good. Yeah, yeah we did. We, we, number we eight. all did. Not seven, eight. All right. My number seven is Spider-Man. The, oh, the first one. one? Okay. Yeah, the first one goes seven for me. Then The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm -hmm. Then Spider-Man 2. Okay. But I'm putting The Amazing Spider-Man above Spider-Man 2. I really like wow. that movie. I okay. know. I like it. Um, and then Homecoming as number three. Far From Home number two. And Spider-Man in the motherfucking Spider-Verse. The best, maybe the best superhero movie outside of Endgame and Infinity War. Fucking fight yeah. me. I love that movie. Like, this would be top of my list, like, in a lot of broader lists. Like, I, I really it. like that movie. I totally believe it. And it, I'm not, okay. My list, number seven, because I didn't originally. There are eight. I, dude, I can't, just can, can I live? Like, no. Tell you. Number seven was obviously Spider Man 3. Number six for me was Amazing Spider Man 2. And then number five was Amazing Spider Man. Number four was the original Raimi Spider Man. Number three was Spider Man 2. Number two was Homecoming and tied because it mattered to you <laughs> for number one is Far From Home and Into the Spider-Verse. I never said I don't like Into the Spider-Verse. I just didn't include it because it has nothing to do with No Way Home. But because and if you're not making the question, and if we look really... at the document, it says live action Spider-Man. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a screenshot. I'm going to fucking right remove now. edit rights. I swear to God, <laughs> I like I will remove your right to edit this document. I, no, I. But the fact the fact that you have tied it with Far From Home makes me think you don't think it's the best Spider-Man movie. And you know what? Fine, oh, no. that's okay. I'm going to go ahead and say that's fine. Um, Matt, please rank for us your top eight Spider-Man movies. 
my god. Um, I put <laughs> Spider Man three just like everybody else. It's the, because it's the dumpster fire that it is. Spider Man yeah. three was number seven. Uh, Amazing Spider Man just because I just I felt like there wasn't a lot of furthering really the character. Yeah, yeah, there just wasn't really much to further the character than what we'd already seen. I thought it was meh. Um, Spider Man two, um, mostly because. I just, I, it was, for me, I like it, but it felt like a rehashing of Spider-Man 1. Down to the the couch in the in the living room with Harry. And the, it was like, that scene was like oh, redone once yeah. every movie. And I just, I was way over totally, it. So totally. I put Spider-Man above that. Uh, um, so here's a controversial statement. No, I like one. it. Um, I'm going to put Enter the Spider-Verse under Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, oh. Yep. Oh, that I thought that movie. Maybe I you're think, not invited back now. I, yeah, honestly, maybe it's over between I, us. I thought Enter the Spider Verse was good. I just thought it was way overhyped. Um, because I I did not run out to see it immediately. I actually watched it on Netflix, so it had so already been I. Out for a while. And yeah, I watched it. it I'm like, out. that was cool, but it was okay. It wasn't. I saw that shit in 3D the day it came out, and I will no. tell you that it, when I went to see that movie, I was like. You saw that shit in 3D. It Fuck, honestly yeah, did. that looked like an absolute headache to watch. That was not Dude, no, I watched Speed good. Racer, the live action Speed Racer in 3D, and I will tell you right now I never need to tra- to take acid. I don't <laughs> like 3D movies. Like as a rule I don't see movies in 3D, but I saw Spider-Verse in 3D like the day it came out like Thursday night. I was like I'm going to fucking see this movie oh, no and thanks. I loved it, and I also went high as fuck. I got so okay, I, well, and I had, no, well, but I continue sense. to love this movie. Like I watch this movie regularly. This isn't like I saw it that one time and I was like, "Yo, man, it was no." But that night, though, I came back from that with like, I mean, if I sound enthusiastic now, you should have heard me then. Like I was like, "Oh my god, my life is forever changed." No, I but I really do love that movie. I but but respect. Okay, so that's gonna go as your number four under. Yep. Under Amazing uh, Spider-Man? Yes. Under, under Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. 2. I love Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, I think I've always really loved it. I was just too ashamed to say it. But after watching it as a grown-up, I'm like, no. I'm going to stand up for what I believe in. That was a rad movie, and I loved it. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming was awesome because it was a fresh take of a character that made sense to the comics and yeah. was just superior in every way to the other movies. And then Spider-Man Far From Home, because obviously it's fucking amazing. It's so good, dude. I like that we all agree that Spider-Man 3 is the worst and Spider-Man Far From Home is the best of the live actions. Right? Yeah. Like, that. that's we all agreed on that, which, for sure. Like, Far From Home, the moments that that Tom's able to pull off in both of his movies, like when he's like, come on, Spider-Man, come on. And he's lifting the plane above him in, in Homecoming. And then... I think again when he catches Mysterio's gun and he's like, "You can't trick me anymore." Like the, yeah, oh my god, those two so moments. Mm, I mean, that is. I mean, seeing how how beat up he gets in Far From Home, like yeah. that man Tom Holland's the fucking best. Like I can't wait to see because he said this is like a grittier, tougher movie, mm-hmm. and Tom is like a really, really, really strong actor. Like when he has those moments, they're amazing so i can't wait to see what he does with whatever bullshit is about to happen and also like benedict cumberbatch oh yeah that's the thing i think i'm also most excited about is this has this will have direct correlations to madness in the multiverse multiverse and of madness right it, 
I'm correcting you. Is that and it is? My bad. And it's kind of funny because, in a way, Doctor Strange is also an antagonist in the movie. Yeah, he's got to stop him and make sure he does all the right shit. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which I like. But I the re- the other reason why I think that these movies are going to be leading up to Miles is because we have the Miles suit already. And I think because mm. he is going to be his Tony Stark, Mentor. and he's going yeah. to mentor Miles, and he's going to pass him down the suit. That would be because such a be nice okay arc. That. Wouldn't because... that be beautiful for t- for this Peter to like have this like really hand tough... over the mantle? Well, like he had such a a beautiful relationship with Tony, but also like a tragic one, and like to yeah. be able to like take that on himself and really come full circle. Like, how cool would it be for us to have a Spider-Man story that like actually gets to come to fruition i mean i feel the same way about batman right i'm like can i just get me like a batman that's just like being batman i don't want to learn and train and all this bullshit anymore and like start over and like jesus god or he's old like it's gonna be awesome i just want to get a batman in his prime yeah that's what i'm saying a batman's gonna be awesome and but i i want that for spider-man as well because i feel that we've always had these spider-men who are just they can't quite get off the ground i just i'm sorry (laughs) Well, and not only good. that, but that's not great. The the far from home suit it it has the electric webbing, just like Miles does. Yeah. So the only thing it doesn't yeah. have is the stealth technology, which he can incorporate from the drones. That's the so, black suit that we saw in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. No, no. Uh, the black no, suit that, is the magic suit. No, the black suit is the regular Spider-Man suit inside out. All right. Well, I'm like, I don't even. I'm like, all right. I just, I can't wait to see the movie. I just want to find it all out in the movie. I've actually kind of stopped watching promotional stuff. Like, I'm not going to watch that clip that you talked about, Matt. I just want to go see it now. Yep. Unless there's a new trailer, obviously I'll watch no, a new trailer, be. but I don't not think there so. No, there is. They've no. already announced that there's going to be one the day before the movie comes out. Yeah, but will it be a trailer or will it be like they, a remix of what they've already done? I don't know. They, they said trailer. Unbelievable. That would, I almost don't even pissed. want that. I kind of don't even it, want yeah. it. I just want to go Any, see this. Amy Pascal said it, so. Oh, okay. Well. The exec for Sony. Jesus God, Sony, sit down. They're the, they are the ones hey, who man, they it. worked out having three more movies with MCU. Yeah, actually, so you know I'm what? Everybody, it's them. good. Yeah, it's okay. You're I'm right. I'm not going to, I'm going to leave it over there. Yeah. <laughs> God, well. Lindsay, take us out of here. I am going to take us out of here. This was a long episode. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We are so excited to go see Spider-Man and we hope that you guys are too. So hopefully this was helpful and informative and, and stops you from having to watch the Raimi movies again. And, uh, but recommend amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Apparently so, we came to the conclusion that we love that. <laughs> Clearly. I really do. I honestly like those movies are better than anybody gives them credit for. Yeah. And if so, you guys have ever heard of the small indie movie, uh, what is it? Into the, the Spider-Verse? Speedraverse? Yeah, the Speedraverse? Speed, speed, yeah, I fucking Dairy? swear to God. The Speedider? I, I don't know. I've never heard of it. It's probably, I haven't either. It's, it's animated, so I don't... It's, it's probably I swear, I swear to God. <laughs> Go, no, Spider-Verse is the best. Fight me. Like, I will die on that hill. If this movie, I think, is better than Spider-Verse, then this is, like, the best movie that's ever come out. So I fucking love Spider-Verse. It's like one of my favorite movies. Honestly, this is the last thing I'm going to say. This movie will either be the best MCU movie or this will just completely shit the bed. Yeah, okay, that's a bold, bold statement, but I can get with it. I'm like, yeah, this is either going to be 
you're right, the best or a complete disaster. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Well, I haven't been this excited since Endgame. I'm going to be honest. With true. You. That, yeah, yeah. I yeah. have not been this excited since Endgame. Same. I, maybe, maybe for the WandaVision premiere. True. I wasn't that excited for that. I was like more excited for... I was more excited for Winter Soldier or Falcon and Winter Soldier. Nah. I I love that show. Loki, I don't care. Maybe? I yeah, I I absolutely I did not like Loki at all. Oh my god. I I, I only liked the day. last two episodes. Since we're on it though, what do you think of Hawkeye right now? I love it. It's fucking great. Yeah, Hawkeye's oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Hawkeye's it's, real good. It's the it's the Marvel diehard movie I never thought I needed. Agreed. Totally. That was my first thought when I started watching this. I was like, it's fucking diehard. It's getting me in the Christmas spirit. I really, I'm really enjoying it as like a weekly thing between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm yeah. really, like, it's... Also, I mean, I love Haley Stein Seinfeld or Steinfeld. Yeah. So Steinfeld, I'm I'm all about her being in the MCU. Although she was Spider Gwen, so I'm happy she's back in live action. True story. Yeah, she was, and and will be again, right? For the yep. for across the Spider Verse, which yep. also will be. Excellent, I'm sure. So, if you're not familiar with the Spider Verse, um, please do go watch it. I believe it is still on Netflix, and that's what we're really here to talk about. Um, but this this episode will be coming out. We'll have this out on Monday. Uh, so look out for the Wheel of Time episode seven coming on Friday. We'll have that out Friday night. Um, we will have our actual review of No Way Home. I mean, we're planning Monday, but fuck it. Like, this might come out on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, I think I, it's going to come out on Sunday. I don't think we're waiting. Everyone's going to go see this. Like, I don't know either. We haven't talked about it. Yeah. I'm bringing it up now. We're going to find I don't, out. I want to give everybody the weekend. I feel like... Yeah. yeah. It's going to come out Monday latest, is for yeah. sure. And then we're going to have a Christmas episode where we will be comparing all of the adaptations of A Christmas Carol, should we find the time to watch any of them, which I think... Oh, we'll I'll have it. I, I have it now because I finished my I finished school, so now I Woo! now I have time for the semester. Yeah, three weeks off, um, and then we'll be back on the twentieth for the Wheel of Time finale. So that's going to air on the 4th on Christmas Eve. So we'll have that out. The the plan is the twenty sixth, um, and then we'll we'll kick off the new year with a Hawkeye review, and it'll be back to the Dalmatians extravaganza. Is yep, 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 yep. Matt, despite. Scott your best efforts. I actually enjoyed having you here. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to re <laughs> to revisit all this shit when we do the uh, review. But again, oh, thank you. I after, really after we find out Venom's in the movie. Yeah. He's not fucking dude. Gone. There's no way I look forward to you watching, bring it on. I know. <laughs> I really do. But you know what? When do we ever get to have this much fun speculating? We've been talking for like two hours. It's true. Like yep. it's, I think it's been more than two hours. I, so, yeah. <laughs> um, but if you are still with us, please do hit us up. You guys can find us on Instagram at go behind the timeline at Twitter at behind timeline on Gmail at go behind the timeline. And there is a Reddit. The link to that will be in the episode description. We've got our new website is up. That'll be in the episode description. So there's a million and one ways to find us. Please utilize one of them. Um, and subscribe wherever you're listening to podcasts. And we will catch you guys later this week for the Wheel of Time episode seven, the dark within the ways. And I'm dying. So we'll see you then. And until then, stay nerdy. See you guys. <laughs>